and bring up whatever's on your mind. The live Saturday edition. Take control of the airwaves at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We've got a whole lot of features there, and it's all completely free. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their sites. We give ours away, archives and streaming and message boards and all of that stuff free for you and redesigned for 2010 brand new go on over to freetalklive.com and enjoy get interactive freetalk uh, freetalklive.com of course Ian and mark here with you as uh, we always are toll free number once again 800-259-9231 of course the uh, government just continues to uh, get more and more micromanagey over time, there doesn't seem to be any area of life in which uh, they, they're not interested in sticking their nose into. Or so it seems. Uh, in fact, a story from uh, WOAI in uh, San Antonio about garage sale scofflaws. What are you in for? Writes Jim Forsyth. People who hold illegal garage sales could face hard time under a warrant roundup set for the entire region early next month. According to uh, WOAI, several code compliance violations, which have resulted in tickets which have not been paid, will result in arrest and imprisonment starting March the 5th as a warrant roundup, which usually involves people who have ignored speeding tickets, spreads to other offenses. Now, last night on this program, uh, for those of you that uh, don't unfortunately receive our weekday uh, show on your local radio station, we talked about the Los Angeles uh, – there's a story out of Los Angeles where they are – Cracking down on people that have decided to not license their dogs with uh, the city because, well, the city people say that, oh, there's a whole lot of money out there in them hills. We could get a whole lot of money if we just crack down on people and, you know, threaten to steal their dogs from them. So that's what they're doing. They're sending people door to door. The bureaucrats are going door to door. Uh, basically, there's actually they're actually using the like the water department's roster of houses because the meter reader has to go up and read the meter, and so they make notes about which houses have dogs and that sort of thing. And yeah. they're, they're cross referencing that against their existing database of of who actually has licenses today. And they're going out and they're hitting all the houses that they believe might have a dog in the you know in the the attempt to hit them up for fifteen to hundred bucks. Depending on whether it's neutered or not. Right. So you can you can talk about that if you want. I mean, I don't know if the city's come after you to harass you wherever you live for minutia like this. But I consider this uh, minutia. Don't you, Mark? I mean, dog dog, dog crackdown, uh, garage sale crackdown. I you know I I don't understand where uh, sort of philosophically a a governing body gets to decide whether or not you can essentially rent. The use of your dog from them. I mean, how how is it that they can, uh, you know, from a from a human rights standpoint, tell you whether or not you can own a dog? And well, if don't you they can, just tell you everything else? I mean, they can pretty much tell you everything else about your life. It, it's a good question. So who so. It's one of those issues where if you were to bring it up to the government people, I'm like, well, wait a minute, this is this is clearly not a freedom thing. I mean, I'm not free to own a dog unless I pay you people. What are what are you doing anyway? What why do you deserve a hundred dollars or fifteen dollars from me for the for the fact that I own a dog? Well, sir, we you know do you have a problem with taxes? We already have taxes. We already lots have and regulations. Lots of them. <laughs> we already have uh, and you know. But here's licensing. one thing I can guarantee you is there'll be more licenses, more taxes, and yeah. more fees in ten years. A lot more, assuming the the, the federal government hasn't actually um, co-opted its uh, it, its world reserve currency in favor of uh, you know 
paying off big bankers to the point that they've destroyed it um, and and maybe therefore uh, destroying the federal government in the process. I don't know. But if they're there, it's going to be you know more taxes, more fees. So these uh, governments, uh, these local city governments around and county governments are desperate for cash uh, because times are, are tight for Americans and people are cutting back on their budgets. And, yeah, a lot of people you know, are out of work. The, they're out of work. Their property the, isn't worth as much as it was Three or four years ago, the a lot of a lot of folks. Not only are they out of work, but uh, you know they they have to cut back anyway, just because t- times are just a little bit more difficult. People are having to uh, not go out to eat as much, things like that. Well, the government doesn't really care uh, because they feel like they shouldn't have to cut their uh, budgets. They're giving their employees bonuses. Uh, the federal, <laughs> I mean, the, the the federal employees are getting raises. They're getting cost of living raises. Americans are out of work in uh, <laughs> you know in numbers that we haven't seen in our lifetimes. But the federal people are getting raises, and so, I'm sure that the state state ones tend to get theirs too. Yep. So they're looking at new ways in which they can really. Uh, Squeeze as much money out of you as possible. And that's what's going on uh, over in San Antonio, where Code Compliance Director David Garza says there are things that are just as important as anything else. And we hope that people who are facing these violations will come in and help us take care of those issues. I love that line. There are things that are just as important as anything else. So he's saying that licensing your garage sale or whatever it is, is that you important have to do as any other crime i get that's that's kind of what i'm hearing there. if crime is a crime citizen yeah. in addition to violent garage sale criminals now that actually that word's actually in this article so <laughs> good for the uh, jim forsyth who wrote it anyway other offenses which merit a trip to the slammer according to garza include illegal dumping having junked vehicle on the property placing public signs on right of way and failure to cut high weeds and brush officials are offering a two-week payment period where people can come in and pay their fines before their name goes on the warrant list. City has not a desire to embarrass people by arresting them at their homes and arresting them at their work, said Police Chief William McManus. But but we will. We do need these people to come in and pay these tickets. Because if you don't give us money, we'll spend money putting you in a cage. Because that's what they do. And it, I love it when the government people try to pretend like, well, it's just a fine. You know, you're not going to jail. It's just a fine. Whether they're giving you a speeding ticket or whatever it is that the the fine is for. Well, it's, you know, there's no jail here. So it's just just a fine. Well, now if you don't pay the fine, this is what happens. If you don't pay the fifty dollar fine, there's a good chance they're going to come along and put some handcuffs on you and put you in a cage. Right. It's really just taxation. It's just another form of taxation, and you'll get put in you'll get put in a cage for not paying your tax uh, their their federal income taxes too. So, um, but you know, it's it's just them figuring out some reason why they you need to give them money, and then you know they go around and ticket you. Now this is an interesting little uh, point. The municipal court offices will. Waive parking fees until March 5th to encourage people to pay up. They're really going to have that many people coming in? I mean, how many people are they expecting here? If they have to waive the, if they're waiving the parking fees at the municipal court to encourage people to come in and pay the fines, that sounds to me like they're they're expecting a number of people. It sounds pretty serious, yeah. Bud McManus says the grace period is not an amnesty. He says having an outstanding warrant still places a person at risk of arrest until the warrant is cleared. He said, during that grace period, if an officer stops you, if you have a warrant out for you, you'll be arrested. Yeah, they're going to – understand, if they stop you, they're going to arrest you. And that's not the end of it. It's not just you go to jail for a couple of hours and then somebody comes and gets you out. 
Think about your car. It's impounded. Oh boy. It's towed. That's there's hundreds hundreds of dollars there. Then getting it out of the impound yard can be a real nightmare. Not just giving them a check, but you know your car's been broken into. All kinds of crazy stuff. This is what they're proposing to do to people who have you know un- unlicensed garage sales. What constitutes a garage sale anyway? Can I, Selling stuff out in front of your house? I mean, does the does it have to be out in front of the house? Can I invite people into my living room and sell stuff? Sell, um, sell stuff? Does it have to be visible from that's, the road? That's a good question, Mark. I'm sure you can check your local municipal ordinances and find out. I, 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 they probably have written this crap down yeah. somewhere. But that's the problem: is the expectation that I'm going to be able to read the laws. I couldn't read the laws <laughs> in in my uh, state well, uh, and municipality. Well, and, hire a lawyer, Mark. <laughs> right, right. Go out and that's hire a lawyer to have a, a garage. Sale. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's come to, right? I mean, right. that's and this and San Antonio isn't the only place like this. Uh, I know that there are a number of areas around the country wherein they expect that you are to pull a permit in order to sell your crap and in front of your house. And if you don't, they literally do send the police around on Saturday mornings and Friday mornings when garage sales happen most frequently. Mm-hmm. They send the police around and they write tickets to people because of this. Yeah, they got to do something. There's not so many speeders out that time of day, you know? The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. What sort of absurdities have you come up against? And does anybody actually support licensing garage sales? I'm just curious. Is there Some, anybody? They've got to be listening. 800-259-9231 or tell us your stories of uh, government micromanaging or bring up whatever's on your mind. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. It's time. Wake up. This is just in case you care. And yeah, I'm talking to you. That's my booklet of truth for the people of America and the wake up call for action to save our freedom. Get a copy for you and your friends at yamtalkingtoyou.com and get involved with saving our country. That's yamtalkingtoyou.com if you want to be part of the solution. Otherwise, just go back to sleep. You'll adjust to enslavement. Anything the live Saturday edition here with you. It's Ian tonight. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features. They are free and they include different ways to listen. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com. You can enjoy live streams, our webcam. You can get the info on the listen lines that allow you to listen via any phone. We can dial long distance. Get all the details for free, of course, over at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Have you ever lost power? It's inconvenient for sure, maybe even debilitating. Now imagine you could flip a switch and have your solar backup system provide you with quiet power when you need it. No fumes or noise like a gas generator and not nearly the maintenance. Go to MySolarBackup.com now and check it out. You're the one who's responsible for providing for your family's safety. It's MySolarBackup.com. Remember when I was down there in Florida and a hurricane went through and power's out for days? Great place for such a thing. Yeah, that would change everything. MySolarBackup.com. We started out tonight uh, with a story out of San Antonio's WOAI, and they're reporting on a garage sale crackdown. The city is on the lookout for people who have held illegal garage sales and have not paid the fines that were issued to them. And, of course, this is just kind of part of a larger story in general of government micromanaging people's lives and trying to squeeze every uh, every dollar they possibly can out of you 
So I guess I'm just curious to if our listeners have experienced anything similar because San Antonio is certainly not the only place uh, with such regulations. In fact, uh, I also and of course I want to know if there's anybody that supports this. Who thinks that garage sales should be permitted? Really? Who? 1-800-259-9231. I just went and did a little digging, Mark, uh, to the city of San Antonio's website. Go ahead. Take a guess. How much does a garage sale permit cost? 50 bucks. No, actually a little a little high. A little high. But 16 Wow. $16. Uh, no permit shall be issued unless the applicant has first paid the director a garage sales operator's fee. It's a garage sale operator's fee. You know, they, they, they it increases the the sort of the overhead on garage sales and uh, really just encourages people to have larger ones. You know, the multifamily garage sale kind of yeah. situation. Instead of doing it at your house, you, you go in with other people and because 16 bucks. That's I, almost all the money you'll make at a garage sale yeah, on a slow like day. The, it's like that, yeah. So why even have the garage sale? I mean, if you're if you're marking prices at 25 cents and 50 cents, as many garage sales have, right? Prices just trying to cheap. get stuff out of their life, right. you know, extra crap that they don't need that somebody else might want um, or whatever. If you and, don't have that much and it's all marked cheap, there's a real good chance. I mean, you're talking about at 16 dollars, you're talking about a, you know 40 plus items at uh, 25 cents each. I yeah. mean. The, I don't know. We'll come back uh, to to this in a moment. A little, a few more details from the city of San Antonio. But let's talk to you and see how you feel about this, uh, Scott. To start things out, listening to WVTS in Charleston, West Virginia. Hello, Scott. Scott, you're on the air. Oh, wonderful. What's on your mind uh, today? I, well, this thing with the uh, garage sales and stuff because they're talking. You were talking about this, and most of this stuff, if you look into it, it adds up to a code. It's usually uh, you know a local or state code. The codes under the Constitution do not make law, sir. They do not make law. And when they when they come down to it and they say, you know, you're violating such and such code, you tell them, show me the law. A friend of mine, I think I, I told you about this, maybe it's been a few years ago, but he, uh, he ended up uh, basically losing his house over uh, six bags of grass clippings and a dented gutter because of what? something called the International Property Maintenance Code. Yeah, this is uh, UN codes or something that they, that they offer to cities to oh uh, that they can that they can accept if they wish. Um, they don't have to. It's not enforced on on us. The UN hasn't become a worldwide governing body yet. But, but once it, it's enforced, once it's in the city it, charter or it's, it's over, in the yeah. city code, then I mean they they think it's the law. How would saying "show me the law" prevent them from issuing a fifty dollar fine to somebody who's holding an illegal garage sale? Well, to my knowledge, uh, this man that I know of, uh, he is the only one that has fought it and, and beat it. Hmm. Most I mean, people probably don't fight it. What, what was his approach? Well, first off, they, uh, they tried every which way to get the money out of him, uh, sort of, uh, well, they did. They took, they, they took his driver's license away, Jeez. They, and he ended up, he had to fight to get that back. Right. Uh, they, destroyed his, they destroyed his business three times. Three separate times destroyed his business, essentially. Um, this is all the state of West Virginia. So do you, do you really know what his approach was? I mean, as far as how he ended up coming out winning this? I mean, again, you never win when you encounter a bureaucrat. They, you always lose at the very least your, your free time. But uh, people would call it a win. How, do you know what his uh, his approach was? He eventually just kept going. They kept going and kept fighting and kept fighting, and eventually they left him alone because they realized they couldn't get any any more out of him. 
Well, that's <laughs> so they that's completely good. impoverished the guy, <laughs> and uh, no, I mean, that, that, that was the victory. That's, that's essentially it. That's essentially it. If you don't have anything for them to take. You're not a target, but if you if you're a business or something and you have something that they want and something that they can take, then they'll take it. That's a good it's point. Just like anything else, they're you just get big bullies. Re- they're just big you bullies. You got revenue coming in. You got revenue coming in in some of these places, and they uh, they don't have a you know they don't have a clue. They're cash strapped. They're going to take it anywhere they can get it. Yep, you're absolutely right about that. And thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I think one of the important points is that he made there is that the the guy he's referring to actually took this to some level of challenge he he didn't just lie down roll over and okay i'll pay my rent selfie uh but they, they obviously there was a cost to touch, uh, attached to that in that he you know they took his license away from him no it wasn't just that i mean uh, and this is the thing this is the thing the way they get you is the government it doesn't cost any of those bureaucrats anything nope. to go after you if you and i have a dispute ian and I take you to court, I'm putting up the money for a lawyer or at least right. the court fees or whatever in the hopes of getting something back. These bureaucrats, they don't have that. They just do whatever the heck they want. They throw a bunch of mud against the wall and then hope that some of it sticks. And, and you know, that's the budget. That's how we keep our jobs around here, ladies and gentlemen. Go out and find some garage sailors. But if enough people were to uh, essentially not roll over for these folks, whether it's uh, the the people that are being targeted for dog license permits or, or dog licenses or the garage sale permits or whatever minutiae we're talking about here. These are perfect opportunities, really, to engage in some non-cooperation. And uh, you know, as long as your house isn't on the line, as long as you're not, your house is going to be stolen from you, in some cases that might be the consequence well, where they'll yeah, put a lien on it, your house and sell it. When it comes to fines, you just don't know. I mean, how, do you, how are you going to know whether they're going to willing to take your house from you over this fine? I guess it would all how depend on how does the average person they, know yeah, that? I don't know. How do you? You'd have to read their code, right? When right. how would you even know what you're reading because it's written in a, a different language right. called when legalese. Right. When they do write when they, when they do write that stuff, uh, they interpret it any way they want. They That's enforce true. it any way they want. They do whatever they want. Still, Mark, I, it's I supposed to be a nation of laws, but yeah. there's so many that even the people that are supposed to enforce them don't know them. No. So we no longer have a nation of laws. I mean, the the laws should fit into a handbook that you can fit in your back pocket. I mean, if oh you're going to, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> there certainly wouldn't be any room for people like you and I on the radio at that point. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. I think that, though, Mark, something like this is an ideal opportunity for somebody to say, you know what, I don't think I have to ask permission to have a garage sale, and I'm not going to pay your fine. Go ahead. You can take me to court if you want to, and then make it so they have to schedule a court trial. And, I mean, presuming that's what they'll do. Some places they'll probably just say, well, we can't schedule court trials for this, so you're just going to pay. Yeah, they do things like that. Right. You know, or you'll go in front of a judge. You won't even get a, you won't get a jury. Yeah. Even though Constitution, as I understand it, says uh, you know, that anything for $20 and over, they say, this is not still, a constitutional issue. Still, that's something that can gum up their system. If enough people start doing it, it could be a real problem for them. More coming up here. You can share your story about whatever you want. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Juicy Juice, creators of the Juicy Juice Brain Development and Juicy Juice Immunity Fruit Juice Beverages. For more information, visit us at JuicyJuice.com. When it comes to staying healthy, the digestive system is a great place to start. It's 70% of the immune system. Look for kid-friendly foods that are high in fiber, like popcorn and yogurt. Prebiotic fiber helps the good bacteria in the gut flourish, while simple sugars like high-fructose corn syrup only help the bad, leading to bloating and discomfort. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash Your Family Today. 
Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a webcam, and you can access it, as well as our chat room, all on the same page over at cam.freetalklive.com. That is cam.freetalklive.com. It's totally free. And if you're uh, redoing the bathroom and or and or kitchen or building a new one, check out internobs.com. That's I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S.com. They have all the knobs that you see at the specialty stores, the big box stores. They just have them at wholesale prices. And if you use code FTL, that's FTL as in Free Talk Live, you'll get an additional 11% off. They also have a closeout section that has 50 to 80% off other prices, and the FTL code works on that too. Go check out Internobs before you make any purchases for knobs or pulls. Internobs.com. In San Antonio, Texas, they are threatening people with arrest over garage sales. They're basically telling homeowners and renters if they're having garage sales, if they have not had uh, gotten a permit pulled from the city in order to do that, which is going to cost them $16 if they go and get it in person, and they charge you an extra $0.50 cents if you uh, send it by mail because government always adds on uh, extra fees they, they have to pay on top of the arbitrary numbers that they've, uh, that they've created, as though there's some sort of overhead in the $16 and that they couldn't just Take the 50 cents there's a, out of that. There's overhead because they have to have bureaucrats to, to file the paperwork and uh, to send things out. It's it's so often these bureaucracies that they create to collect money don't even pay the overhead of For their the own employees. Yeah, that's true. So they're targeting – and it also seems to me that they're targeting poor people here. I, and I really would love to see uh, – to hear from somebody that supports garage sale licensing. I just want to hear what your side of this is. I mean it would seem that the only reasons the government would come up – government people would come up with this is to – Number one, extract cash from the poorest of people. Because really, how many people that are living in gated neighborhoods uh, that would be living a, a lavish, rich, kind of wealthy lifestyle, how many of those folks are actually cleaning out their junk with garage sales? I don't know. I would suspect um, that it's – I'd suspect it's sort of lower down the uh, list. But I think that there's plenty of middle-class uh, garage uh, yeah, sales. Middle class. Yeah, anybody with a budget that's, like, concerned about their budget, I think, would run a garage sale just to try to get rid of this, their stuff and, you know, make some extra cash off of it. But if you're just rolling in dough, you're living in, you know, uh, Bird Key out in Sarasota where uh, people like Jerry Springer live. You can uh, take it to that secondhand shop downtown where they <laughs> – where all the rich people take their stuff. That's, don't the, just put that's it in a the good one. That's the good one to go to if you're going to do the – um, you know the, but, the thrift stuff. But my point here is, they're extracting sixteen dollars a pop from everybody that wants to have uh, a garage sale, which makes it that much more difficult to even run the garage sale in the first place. Plus, when you actually look at their uh, at their rules in the city of San Antonio website, it says that you're allowed to have a sign no larger than four square feet, which is you know two by two, in an area that may be displayed on the premises announcing the sale during the permitted time of sale. So you can't have the sale sign on your premises outside of the permitted time. Uh, also, no sign advertising the sale shall be posted on telephone poles, light standards, street signs, or the city right-of-way. Not more than two signs placed in the property lawn shall be permitted and must be removed by the last day of the permitted sale. So, basically, the way I'm reading this, Mark, is that you can have a couple signs in your yard, and that's it. So... How are you supposed to promote this to people right. driving around? Sure. If you live off the, the beaten trail a little bit, how do people find your – they have to drive right by your house. Or, or they have to be subscribed to the newspaper and right. you know maybe you and bought an ad. And people just don't buy that stuff anymore. 
you know, they, maybe they do, maybe they don't. But again, that's an extra cost. You normally could just go out, hit some signposts around uh, around your house. I think it's house. pretty clear that newspapers' uh, uh, distribution is going down no, year after that's true. year. That's true. Uh, and like I'm saying, I mean, you normally could just go and and hit the signposts around your surrounding your home on the major the main drags, and yeah. people turn in off the highway to come and, and so go you to can your have a permit, but if you uh, put some signage up for it, they'll still come and you're violating. You. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so that tells me that they just don't want garage sales. I mean, you don't want to know apparently that there are garage sales going on in your city. You don't want to encourage people to have garage sales in San Antonio. What are your experiences with uh, micromanagement? Or bring up whatever you want. Bruce, listening to WFTL in Miami Beach. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Bruce. Hi, Ian. Hi, Mark. Hey, Bruce. It's uh, on your mind. Let me, firstly, I am so thankful for shows like like today's show. I couldn't even get out of my car. I was so stimulated listening to the radio because I'm so tired of. The American people were losing our individual liberties mm, yeah. constantly, and maybe with enough shows like this, maybe the American people will wake up and see what's happening to us. Maybe so, but after they wake up, they have to do something about it. Like, waking up is an important step. There's no doubt sure about is. it. Uh, yeah. But after you wake up, you have well, to actually take I, action. I mean, in my case, you know, I, 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 I discovered this problem and I have an issue with a garage sale that happened to me, but I, my eyes opened up about, oh, 12 years ago when I got busted for swimming. And, and that's why I, I finally <laughs> got, gave up on the two major parties and joined the Libertarian Party. Because what, I'm just uh, where so were you sick. swimming? In like a swimming hole or something? Uh, no, no. I, I, um, my, one of my passions in life is to swim long distance in the sea. So I discovered this wonderful place in New Rochelle, New York. I swim in the Long Island Sound. And we always had the freedom to swim on our own. We were just the guys who liked to go out far would sign a long distance list as the city was happy. And then years went by and then all of a sudden they started to put rope lines in. I said, well, I don't care if you put rope lines in. I just want to be left alone. They said, no, you can't go beyond the rope lines. And then I started to swim in civil disobedience, you Good know, and you. then the Harbor Patrol was constantly racing towards me, threatening to arrest me. Right. I mean, I've been on radio, I've right. been on TV, <laughs> you know, it's just not nonsense stuff. So what did they, uh, they I mean, they thre- They came after you in the water, they threatened to arrest oh, you. Oh, yeah, well, because cause I would constantly defy them, you know, I mean, I, I was I was super... I was well known in the community. I'm also well spoken on lo- lo- local radio. So, but had I ha- didn't have the ultimate respect for the police and the the, the harbor patrol boats, no, they would have put me in handcuffs a long time ago. It, it got to a point where it, it, I knew that, uh, an arrest was imminent, and that's when I finally gave up and I stopped doing because I thought to myself, do I really, you know, do I really want to get arrested, and is it, is it worth it, you know? It, I, I couldn't sleep at night. I was so aggravated with this issue, with this yeah. passion that I love, I cherish so much that they can come in and tell me that I can no longer swim in the sea on my own. I told them, just leave me alone. I'll sign a 10-page waiver. Whatever Not you want me enough. to do, I just want to be left alone. No, they don't want to hear that. You know, I've spoken before the city council. It's, it's just rubbish. It's not. They're, it's they're just, your daddy. Don't you understand? They're mommy and daddy. And, uh, it's your daddy. You they're micromanaging your life in every direction. And, of course, with garage sales, um, that's one of my, my other fashion, to go to garage sales. And I started giving garage sales, you know, just to get rid of a lot of junk. Yeah, and you idea. meet the nicest people in garage sales, and all of a sudden I get busted for it. Now, I, you know, because they passed a law, and, and, and where I live, it, the, 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 fine, the, the, the garage sale 
fee is more like either $25 or $35. Plus, they limit you. They have the audacity to tell you that you can only do one or two per year. How do you like that? (laughs) Oh, well, San Antonio's got a deal. I was actually looking at their their rules here. If you have three in a year, they'll give you the fourth permit free. (laughs) I'll tell you, I'm so glad that the guy from West Virginia called because... I, can't, I keep thinking for years I've got to leave New Rochelle, New York. That's like just above New York City and lower, you know, pretty well off Westchester, lower Westchester County. But in my fantasy mind, I keep thinking in places like West Virginia or other parts of the country, there's got to be a lot less lot more freedom, and maybe there isn't. Well, maybe yeah, I don't is- know about that. I mean, there are some places where there are garage sale permits and not, but when you look on, on the aggregate, there are all kinds of micromanaging rules and regulations out there. It's one of the reasons why I moved from Florida up to uh, to Keene, New Hampshire, and, and why yeah. thousands of people are, are making the move to New Hampshire. In fact, the Free State Project, uh, a project of which both Mark uh- and myself are participants, is currently just getting uh, close to 10,000 participants, people, 10,000 people who have pledged to uh, to, to pick up their lives and move to New Hampshire and get active for liberty and do things like what you were talking about, uh, do, doing civil disobedience and, uh, and non-cooperation, but also doing politics and you know, kind of the more traditional approaches of, uh, of trying to make change. But d- just going at it full, uh, full on and doing whatever we can to make a more free life uh, during our lifetime. And I think that people should go that are interested, and you sound like somebody that might be, uh, go to freestateproject.org and, and take a look. Uh, hello? You're right here. Got, uh, yes. got about 10 seconds. Uh, the, uh, I'm, I'm familiar with that Free State Project, and I would be up there in a flash if I can just figure out how to deal with the cold uh, yeah. winters in we, New luckily Hampshire. Luckily, we have heaters. Uh, I'm with you. <laughs> I understand that. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing Thank from you. you. More coming up. You can bring up anything here. Do you have your permit to call in tonight? Make sure you check with your municipal uh, ordinances. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy the uh, the program, you enjoy the fact that we give the features away on the site for free, then you can voluntarily support this show by becoming Free Talk Live Amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. It's all a three bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, and turn that money into more radio stations carrying this program so more people uh, can come across the message of freedom in a way that they've never come across on the radio waves. <laughs> no, they haven't. Uh, so head over, and you get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only commercial-free podcast, and more. Go to amp.freetalklive.com to get on board with any major credit card, uh, card PayPal, or some alternative options. Also, amp.freetalklive.com. Take the startpage.com's seven-day challenge. For seven days, use startpage.com instead of your big brother search engine. Experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, but unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. They won't be putting cookies on you and tracking uh, you know, which websites you're going, finding out your buying patterns, and all those other things that that uh, the search engines like to do. And as a matter of fact, on these searches, they have a little proxy link. You can go to the website without uh, getting any cookies put on your uh, computer that way, too. So take the Start Page 7-Day Challenge today at startpage.com. Have you ever been busted for a garage sale? It's happening out there across the country, places like San Antonio, uh, some cities in Florida. A lot of places have permits 
that they demand that you go and pay $16 or who knows how much for uh, in order to have a garage sale. And then, on top of that, to add insult to injury, they don't actually allow you to post up any signs except on your uh, property. So if your house doesn't happen to be on a main drag, well, you're pretty much SOL, man, as far as getting anybody to uh, to know and to be aware that you even have a garage sale. It's almost like they don't want people to have garage sales. Is it considered unsightly? It is probably it, is. Is it a blight on your community when people have garage sales? I think it's a very healthy thing. In fact, especially in a time at which people need as much money as they can possibly have in their pockets, garage sales are very useful to get a, a little bit of extra spending cash in the door and simplify your life and get some of the crap in your life out the door. Garage sales are yeah, a wonderful thing. And people thing. need that stuff, too. You know, it's a, it's a great way to get something to someone that uh, needs it. Let's go to your phone calls here. Uh, your thoughts. Rufus, listening to WSC-FM in Savannah. Rufus, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Ian. How hey you there. doing? Just super. What's on your mind tonight, Rufus? Yeah, uh, listen, I just fired up a cigar, something I like to do on Saturday night, so don't yeah. tell anybody. I don't want the government coming and busting yeah. down the door and charging me a cigar tax here. <laughs> Shortly. You know, it wouldn't yeah. be surprising, would it? I mean, if they actually did something like that. In some places, it's illegal to smoke if you have a like an attached apartment or duplex or something like that. Really? And they got satellites now that can... Look down in front of your garage sale and see whether or not you got that sign posted there, and they can write you. <laughs> yep, they sure I tell you, it's just gotten ridiculous, man. Really, it's, I'm so glad you guys are on the air pointing all this stuff out because this has been going on for too long. And uh, the uh, I, I want to think this must be a Walmart conspiracy, maybe. What yeah. do you mean? What's that, what does that mean? A Walmart conspiracy? Yeah, yeah maybe Walmart doesn't want everybody to have garage sales. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think Walmart's competition is garage sales. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I might be stretching it there, but now here's here's a little, you know, thing I want to throw at you. All right. Is it possible? And you know, I'm I'm I've been wrong a bunch of times, so maybe you guys can me take me out. Live a lot of people do. That this problem that we're in right now with the economics, is it possible that this could be a mathematical problem? And just to elaborate very shortly and quickly, maybe there's not enough decent-paying jobs out there for everybody to have one because, like, if I can wave a magic wand right now and tomorrow morning, everybody in the country who was looking for a job would have a college education and maybe two or three marketable skills. There's not enough $35,000-a-year jobs out there. So... I think it's just the technology has gotten to the point now and marketing and corporation corporate takeovers of the whole country that the there's not enough jobs out there for everybody even if they had all the skills well, that's okay. I don't want to just jump in on on that point here. Go ahead, the go ahead, the go economic ahead. situation, and I'm not an economist, but you know, I, I fancy myself, uh, you know, somewhat to, to amateur. Some extent. Yeah, an amateur. <laughs> uh, but uh, looking at the economics of this country, you can normally trace the problems that we've had and we are having back to government uh, meddling in the economy, specifically. Uh, the Federal Reserve's existence in the first place, uh, the fact that the government can just essentially turn on the printing press, increment some numbers in a computer, and inflate the money supply, which has some drastic effects. Of course, they also mess with uh, interest rates and things like that. There are all kinds of controls that uh, that the government places on uh, economic factors in this country. And as a result of those controls and the, the fact that they can essentially give money to their politically connected buddies – 
and basically filter it through the system that way, whether it's the military industrial complex or whatever, it basically uh, creates malinvestments where people they're, they're doing their best to try to feel things out in the, the economy. And well, because the government has kind of tipped the scales in various different areas, they make mistakes. And uh, the single biggest uh, problem that uh, the inflation of the currency uh, makes from the Federal Reserve, and that's what it means when they when they print more dollars in order to pay off the debts of their yeah. their friends. Um, they the single biggest problem is, is that it causes Americans not to save because saving money is detrimental when the money is going to be worth less uh, after they pr- print more money. So actually it caused that that's the reason and it was 2005 uh, we, we actually in the United States spent more than we made. And it's it's crazy and it just it causes an economy to act wrong. Right, encouraging and it's people. not really how much you make it's how much you spend. And encouraging people to get into debt is a very dangerous right, thing. Right, absolutely. Because then they're indebted thing. to these you know, big corporations and these big bankers. So that, And that's pretty common. So basically what you might have ha- had happened was that people started businesses that because of malinvestment they otherwise might not have done in different, uh, more honest economic climates, created jobs that really shouldn't have existed in the first place. And then when the, uh, you know, when the recession started to hit – then those jobs were put out of business, creating kind of a, a, a void, if you will, of, of jobs. But in a free marketplace, typically there are more jobs than there are people to fill them. And that's it's kind of that's just how things would, are, should be. Where they, and, and that's not necessarily they're saying they're going to be $35,000 a year jobs. No but, guarantee that. But there, there would be jobs out there. And you don't have to have a, a very good paying job in order to make it. You can always you know room up with different people to lower your cost of living and things like that. I mean, look to uh, immigrants to see you can, how they you do can, it. Um, push uh, cost of living back to the Federal Reserve, too, if you wanted to go into that, too. That's true. Yeah, the government does inflate uh, the, the currency, and so that Driving uh, up prices. drives prices up. So thanks for the call and the, uh, the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Let's continue with Brian listening also to WSC-FM in Charleston. Brian, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, I'm going to give you a really unique perspective. Um, I was a police officer that worked for a town that did this sort of thing. You, you mean cracking and... down on garage sales? Oh gosh! I mean, it was. I mean, first of all, none of the officers that I worked with, we all thought it was absolutely ridiculous. We thought it was a waste of our time. Sure, it was. Um, absolutely, was a know, waste of your time. Did you get into the policing in order to go around and hassle regular <laughs> citizens putting on garage? Oh sales? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing is that it, it got so bad that you know, we we when I say we, I mean the officers. Yeah. Um, we thought it was so ridiculous. We would purposefully ignore enforcing it. But Good. it got to the point. It got to the point that the town administrator would drive around town on Saturday morning, call up the shift sergeant, and say, "Hey guys, I just want to let you know there's a garage sale over here, and they got signs up. You need to go over there and handle it." So then and you'd be obligated to go. You couldn't use discretion if he called in. No, no, we were obligated to go over there, Ugh. and then you know we'd get into the, these. Uh, you know, people would get very. You know, been out of shape, very kind of argumentative, confrontational, and I'd be, you know, I'd be sitting there saying, "Look, hey, I'm sorry. You know, I think it's ridiculous too." Um, but, what would have you know, happened, Brian, if you had just said, uh, "No, that's okay. I'm not going over there." Just out of curiosity, uh, I, I would have lost my job. Really? Yep. Yep. By and, and now, uh, would it be the yeah. the city administrator that would have been able to fire you? Would have been the police chief? How would you? How would that process have had transpired? Uh, basically, the way it was it was set up with that town, it would have been insubordination, which is grounds for immediate termination. So basically, and, if a call comes in, then that triggers a ref, uh, that, that triggers it to where an officer has to respond no matter what. Is that is that why? Yeah, pretty pretty much. Um, you know, the, 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 and here's the thing: 
I can understand getting um, you know business licenses and stuff like that. Something that's building up the economic base because you have businesses in your in your town. You I don't know, understand bringing that. In tax dollars. That's but, just extracting money from people too. But go ahead. But but the thing is, is that you know to me, some of these towns, cities, wherever you want it, you know whichever you want to call it. They're basically taking what is a civil matter on private property and making a criminal law out of a civil matter. And, again, I think that's a waste of resources for law enforcement. I mean, And people would say, you know, you don't have nothing else better to do, you know, but get, you know, once you go catch drunk drivers or people breaking into houses, and I'm right. like, well, that's what I would rather be doing. Um, but, but the thing is, is that Ugh. when people would get bent out of shape, I'd say, look, go to the town council meeting, raise your voice, go in there as a neighborhood, and put your foot down that you you know, you're not going to vote them in the office. This stuff is not right. But Better no than that, put your up. foot down and say you're not going to pay for it. Thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight. Glad to know that at least the enforcers, uh, some of them are feeling uh, icky oh, about I can't doing this too many of them like that. <laughs> Hour number two is coming up. You can bring up what you want. It's Free Talk Live. Hi, this is Larry Janeski of Larry Janeski's Basement Systems. I've been helping homeowners all across the country get the most out of their basements for 22 years. Right now, I'm going to bat for you. You won't believe how affordable a dry, usable basement can be. Call 888-600-1113 and take advantage of the economy to get the best deal in years. Now is the best time to fix your basement and keep your hard-earned money in your own pocket. Call 888-600-1113 or visit talkbasements.com and I'll give you $500 off your full perimeter basement waterproofing system. You can use your beautiful basement today for your child's playroom, a home office, or just extra storage. And don't pay a cent until 2010. I'll stand behind our work forever with a lifetime warranty. Call 888-600-1113 or visit talkbasements.com and I'll give you a free water watch alarm. Call 888-600-1113 or visit TalkBasements.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. It's the live Saturday edition. We are launching into the second hour of the program. Take control of the airwaves toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com where all the features are completely free. So enjoy those on us. Mark, do we have giveaways tonight? We've got... Uh, we give away some Sebring tickets. Sebring. 12 hours of Sebring. We've got a two-pack of tickets. Uh, i got a two-pack of tickets for Sebring coming up this hour, I believe. So yep, stay I'm tuned that. for your opportunity to win those. It's an incredibly uh, popular long uh, racing party thing that they have in Sebring, Florida. Anyway, we'll tell you more about that at the appropriate time and give you the numbers also at that time. Our call-in numbers, regular numbers, uh, for you to want, if that want to get on the air with us, 800-259-9231. We open the show up with a story about a garage sale crackdown in San Antonio and maybe happening around the country as cash-strapped cities around uh, America are trying to squeeze every dollar they possibly can as they figuratively turn over their uh, constituents upside down their subjects sh- yeah their subjects uh that's a more appropriate term and shake their pockets out uh for every last penny they possibly can uh, can get and whether you want to talk about uh, your experiences with uh, being i don't know arrested for having a, an illegal garage sale or <laughs> some other micromanaging that the government has uh, has attempted to uh, force down your throat or you're welcome to bring up whatever you want let's continue with your phone calls and talk first to adam listening to wsc fm in charleston hello adam you're on free talk live uh, yeah, um, when you were talking about the uh, the warrants they were issuing for the people with the garage sales, um, yes. I can definitely attest to the fact that it doesn't matter how long it's been, 
Those never go away. Uh, I just bought a house, and I guess I was kind of living off the radar for a while there until I did that. And uh, not two weeks later, got a letter from another state telling me that when I was 16 years old, 11 years ago, I had a ticket that wasn't paid, and I had 30 days to pay that ticket where they were going to come arrest me. Holy crap. I mean, yeah, 11 years ago. I mean, I don't even remember. And they found they found you at your new address? Yeah, I guess as soon as I bought the house, you know, it registered the the mortgage in my name or whatever and and I guess I was I was on the map at that point and they found me. Or whatever map that they're looking at, because uh, yeah. I mean, the credit reporting agencies, uh, Trans Trans World or whatever it is, Equifax, all those people, they know where you are and who you are and all that other stuff. It's just government that's so inefficient that they can only find you through some, you know, uh, you know, whatever means it is they use. I'm sure it was the taxes for the house. Yeah, probably. So, so I mean, were they they were were they asking for the original amount that they had fined you ten years ago or how long it was, or were they asking were they well, asking for? They're asking for four hundred dollars, um, and I can't imagine getting a speeding ticket for. I mean, I, I guess it's possible, but uh, you know, yeah, you I mean, I have no idea. At a forty uh, four hundred dollars eleven years ago, uh, I mean, that means you were you were going one hundred and forty in a school zone or something. I mean, that's a that's eh, a well, my first car ticket. was a Firebird. That wouldn't be totally. <laughs> so you don't remember possible. the you don't remember the incident at all, or do you? I, I have no idea when it happened. Um, well, you know, that's kind of an know, interesting it, thing is that the government does this sometimes. They'll just send out uh, invoices to people. They do it, and uh, they'll just. See you may if, very well never have done this. Yeah, there is that possibility. And, and that's the thing. I, I asked them if I could, you know, appeal it or go to court for it, and they were like, "Well, no. Once the warrant is issued, that means you've already been found guilty, and there's no appeals process." Uh, so wow. we get to make crap up because we're the government, and that's what we do. And this was a government that was not of the uh, jurisdiction that you had moved into. Nope, well, I was in a different state at this point. So I'm in th- South Carolina. This is a, a North Carolina uh, warrant. Do they? Can they actually do that? I mean, I don't know if you know this, but can uh, maybe our law enforcement uh, law enforcement officers can they extricate people from other states? Can they go and send investigators into other states and make arrests if, if they're he's not got in a warrant, dude? They'll they'll arrest him and and the state. Yeah, I don't think them. they will. But I think if I get pulled over for a ticket here, yeah, that they will. You know, if they run the search on it, it'll flag it and they'll send me up there. I think is the way it works. Huh, that's interesting. I didn't know that uh, local police could make arrests for other uh, jurisdictional matters. I, I still question. Sure, I'm, a, I'm a dangerous criminal. They have to get me out of their area because I sped 11 years ago. I, I find it unbelievable that, uh, that, that I think I, I question whether or not they're they're being straight with you when they say that you can't challenge that in any way. I mean, uh, they, they'll just say whatever they want to say. That would be something that a lawyer would probably know. Uh, know of course, more it's going to cost you as much as the ticket in order yeah. to ask. Yeah. Pay twelve hundred dollars to a lawyer to to go right. away with those. They do have hey, speeding, it might be worth it just to slap them in the face over it. They do have speeding ticket lawyers out there, um, and you know when you when you have situations where it puts points in your license and stuff like that, it, it's sometimes worth it. But yeah, you you might consider checking it um, on the internet to see if there's a speeding ticket lawyer in that uh, vicinity and and see what he has to say. Maybe he'll give you a consultation over the phone and see whether it's uh, worth talking to. Him what about. is the statute of limitations? Also, what about that as a well, factor? That's the thing. Is is technically since I've already been found guilty, the statute of limitations doesn't apply. <laughs> right. So, so they're saying they found you guilty uh, years ago, and they just just now got around to finding who you where you were. Exactly. So, wow. And and did you, did you end up paying, or was this recent, or what's the status of this? Um, I haven't paid them yet, but you know I'm coming up on that 30 day window here, and you know I mean like I said, I just bought a house. You know I cannot afford to sit 30 days in jail right now. 
Most people can't, and that's why they uh, they get away with the stuff they get away with. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Is I'd lose way more than four hundred dollars in jail for thirty days, and they know it. That's a, that's how it. gangs work. Yep. Hey, you don't want anything bad to happen to your nice little store here, do you? Yep. I mean, it's yeah, it's exactly. it's the same thing. The only difference between the government and gangs is they've got flags. They've got legitimacy. Yep. They've got yep. people that believe in them and that think that they're somehow different from the, a gang. The great PR that comes on during the Super Bowl where they play the you know the national anthem, the the, the veterans cry, the whole thing. That's what government's got. Yeah. Well, well they, they've got a lot of guys in cars with guns too. That's Indeed. true. Hey, Adam, well, uh, let us know if uh, th- something develops on this. If you decide to go this a different direction, or you find out something new, if you feel like sharing it with us, we'd love to hear from you. Sure thing. Thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate it. And good luck, man. That is that is crap. I mean, <laughs> just sending out letters. You could just send out letters to people. Well, if we have, we found you guilty. You were here ten years. I was never in your county ten years ago. What they, are you talking it, they, about? They, it, it, there's story after story. It's not even a news story anymore when governments do things like it never was because they make mistakes like this all the time. Mm. And uh, the if you did this accidentally, you know, if, if you sent out a bunch to the point that it looked like a, a structured event where you're sending out invoices to people that never worked, you know, you, you never did any work for, right. you'd go to jail. It's against the law. It's fraud. But the government can do it anytime they want. And, you know, it, I, you know everybody understands. Their incompetence is a foregone conclusion. Let's go to Jack listening in Pine Beach, Florida to WFTL. Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I got a way to stop the bleeding of spending our money and balancing the budget. You do. I like I like to form a citizens constitutional group hmm. uh, to stop the crooked politicians. And how will you accomplish this? Don't they call that the legislature? <laughs> very very easily, sir. If we got ten hypothetically, if we had ten thousand in the bank, take nine out. And when they do what they tell it, when they do what we tell them to do, and when they do it. Maybe we'll put our money back in the bank. So you're saying that, that, let me see if I'm understanding you, you're saying that you're going to stop crooked politicians by removing money from your bank account? Our federal government lives on our money, sir. And they they got to the point where it's not enough. They're printing money every day. The only thing oh, yeah. we make is print, we print money. Well, yeah, that's make true. Yo- they do print money. They make yo-yos. They- Pardon me? Well, that you're, what you're saying is true. They do print money, and that inflates the money supply, and, and that causes all kinds of uh, economic troubles. But By putting a constitutional group together, you'll have a bunch of lawyers, and we're going to evaluate all of these pork-barrel deals they have, all the crooked deals that they make, and put a stop to it. How is it, though? I'm just trying to understand, though. I mean, how is it that pulling you your, take money, your out money, money You take your money out of the bank. What's that, what is that going to do? I've done that already, and the government's still here. What is it going to but, but, Mark, he's saying you get a bunch when of people. When you have do millions it. of people take the money out of the bank, you've just stopped sure. the wheels of progress. Why? Why? why would that? Why are you agreeing with him, Mark? Because what is I decided from the get go that, uh, you know, the, the bank that I had my money in was a, a member of the Federal Reserve Bank, and I'm not going to let them have my money, so I took but my money out of the it doesn't do anything by itself, but if other people did it, then how I, would that do anything? If other people took money out of the bank, they can still print money. No, they can't. They they only they, they enter money into the system through uh, fractional reserve banking. So when I put one dollar in, they can print nine, and they get them from the Federal Reserve. 
Would you read Dishonest Money? They'll stop them cold in their tracks, sir. They will listen to you. Well, no, you're you're saying the banks can't lend out money, but the Federal Reserve can flip on the printing press anytime they want. What does the Federal Reserve care about? The Federal Reserve is a phony organization. I know that. I agree with you. I'll bring you back here in a moment because I want to continue this. I don't don't understand the economics here. Maybe you can explain it to me because I'm a simpleton, okay? Help me understand how me not having money in the bank is going to stop the Federal Reserve from printing money. Please. Do you remember the old Libertarian Party back when it was centered around the non-aggression principle? The LP used to serve as an educational vehicle, turning the public on to liberty through the electoral process and bringing activists together to further their own understanding of the philosophy. It was also the main feeder organization for the larger movement. We want to bring that LP back. Join the Libertarian wing of the Libertarian Party and help restore the party of principle. Visit TakeBackTheLP.info. That's TakeBackTheLP.info. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial in toll-free, 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those on us, including... The archives. Want to go back in time and listen to Free Talk Live from up to as long ago as January 1st, 2009? We've got them all on our podcast, all for free, on our website at freetalklive.com. Uh, check out uh, gold.freetalklive.com. You've heard of all these gold advertisements on the uh, on the radio. Well, you know, the important part when making an investment is buying low so that you can sell high. And um, the the first step in that is go to gold.freetalklive.com. I've picked out some gold coins there where you don't have to be an expert to own them. These are not numismatic collector coins. These are coins that are intended to get gold into the hands of uh, regular Americans, so they're you know not under the heel of the Federal Reserve, and uh, you know they're printing press over there. Gold.freetalklive.com. All right, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I think uh, Jack is still with us, listening in Florida I'm to WFTL. Now, Jack, just trying to to get a grasp on what it is you're proposing, because I like the idea of it, you know, it works in a twofold situation. Okay, your when your you suggestion is constitu- when you have a citizens constitutional group, you're gonna you're gonna stop all this pork barrel stuff. You're gonna stop everything else. And and that is how how will you stop how will you stop that? Just by having an organization by state, all the states have an organization. You put it together just like the Tea Party. Well, has the Tea and Party you stopped anything? You're, you're going to challenge everything that they come up with. What's ridiculous? How will you challenge it? I mean, it's not like you saying that you challenge it. Well, number, it one, you, number one, you take your money out of the bank. Okay. The rest, the rest of the United, the rest of the world is upset with us at this moment. I don't think you understand what finance is. They're upset with us right now where our money's at, the, the interest. Nobody's getting any interest on their money. Yeah. The only thing the United States is good for is to park money, but that's going to come to an end soon. Do you okay. understand that? I, I understand the idea of pulling money out of a bank because then the bank doesn't have it with which to do fractional reserve lending. and that can they work, Our government lives on our money. Yeah, but the government doesn't just have doesn't just get that from your bank account. People, uh, the the government takes it out of people's paychecks. How do you think and... commerce exists? Well, money, people. Yeah, money goes. You know how many people have wire transferred money every month to their accounts? You mean like direct deposit? Yes. What do you think happens to that money? The money sits there. If right. say you had a thousand dollars, you only use four hundred. The bank is using that money. 
It goes right. into the circulation. You stop what's going on. You got their attention. That's my point. Well, and I, and I understand and I appreciate where you're coming from, and, and I hope you're not, to, you know, I don't want you to get upset at me for trying to no, find the I'm holes in, in, in your plan Can here. Can I tell you something, please? Go right ahead. This guy that's in the White House, if he doesn't straighten everything out by early or late spring, will be done. Will be done. We'll have to declare martial law. Well, I'm sure they would want to do that anyway, but look. Here's, I understand that. Here's but, what I want to, want to try to understand or try to get across, uh, explain here. I get it that taking your money out of your local bank is going to make it so the local bank will not be able to uh, easily Local easily bank, I'm talking loans. about you're taking it out of the local bank or the big banks. Take them out of the big bank. The big bank. You take have, it out of the big over, bank, put it in the local bank. I understand. No, you That'll don't put it, it anywhere. You take it home with you. Okay, you so money, fine. You, you don't put it anywhere. You bank to write your checks. I understand what you're getting at, but I'm telling you that's not going to stop the federal government from creating money out of thin air. They don't require you to have money in the bank in order to put more money well, in the circulation. How long do you think they can do this, sir? How long? For, Until the economy for, crashes. That's what they're going. So is. I don't know what the answer is to exactly how long it's going to be. Also, another thing about this constitutional group you're talking about, I don't know if you know this, but there are already constitutional groups out there. There's the there's the We the People organization. I'm sure they would you love to have. You put them all into one group, sir. Well, that's centralizing, and I don't think that'll work very well. I, I just the history of centralization shows that that's not going to be too effective. But my point is that well, the, you could have the people vote. You vote, you don't like this law, we're going to stick to the Constitution is what I'm trying to say. Well, this guy here. How are you? How is it that you forming a group is going to get the politicians to stick to the Constitution? I mean, has the Tea Party? The politicians gotten, wrote the Constitution. Has the Tea Party gotten them to stick to the Constitution? I mean, you referenced the Tea Parties. They haven't got to it yet. They just started up. Well, but how that's long not does it my take? Point. I hope they manage to pull it off. If, what if, you, you, if you understand anything about finance, then you'd understand what I'm talking about. I, I think I understand enough about finance to run my life uh, effectively to the point where I'm not in debt for anything. So, I mean, I'm not a uh, an accountant or financial expert, but I'm certainly not in debt as uh, as many Americans you are. You realize that the credit, the, the credit card companies are at the point of, uh, they don't know what they want to do. They might pull back and be smaller. You understand good for, that? Good for them. I, I, look, I'm not trying to tell you what, to what not I'm do this. What I'm trying to say is you will get these people's attention. They live on our money. By doing what? By pulling money out of the bank? By taking the money out of the bank. I, I think that's it, – it seems to me that this is your pan, uh, your panacea, that this is your fix-all, and I don't think that it's no, going it's to do anything. No, it's not a fix. I don't think it's going to do what anything. It, what it is, the bottom line what, is What would this. a politician care if Bank of America the, the goes under? The politician will understand one thing. He's going to do what he's supposed to do. He's going to tell him do what we tell him to do. He's going to do what his if, masters tell him to do, not you. What does he care what you think? He's going to do what the people want him to do. You are living in a fantasy land, and I, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm glad you do, but you know, uh, I think that's very nice there. Can I ask you a question? You can. Go for it. Where do you have your money now, if you have any big money? Well, I've got some out of the bank, and I've got some in the bank. I have mine out of the country, because I believe our money will crash. Well, that's a good that's idea. That's why I'm bringing this point up. I've got some in gold and silver, and uh, and I thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you, and really, good luck. I, I mean, if you think that fo forming a constitutional group and pulling money out of the bank is going to stop the politicians in D.C., I think you've got another thing coming. I think that there's a, um, a there's a good example for what you're saying. Now, I'm not I I'm not saying that pulling your money out of the bank is a bad idea. I've done it. Um, I you know I I use the I I've pulled the majority of my savings out of the bank. I still use it for you know 
certain purposes. But even if ten thousand people did what you did, Mark, it wouldn't do anything. I don't know. I, right? If any any plan that requires a whole bunch of people to do it, like that that scale, you know, a majority of the nation to do, isn't going to work because you can't get a majority of the nation to to tune out of e entertainment. But um, you certainly can't get them all to agree the different constitutional groups to come together and all agree on the same strategy. But I, either. I'd like to address the idea that politicians are going to do what we want them to do. And um, first Just build off, a group big enough, Mark. Right, the, the, look at the health care situation. They're trying to ram that through even when all the polls say most Americans don't want what it is that they're trying to ram through. But look at the bailouts. Look at the, right, the, the, the Bush bailout. The Republicans right. took it on the chin over that one. They knew they were going to do it, but they did it anyway because they're beholden to their bank masters. I'm sorry. Um, what what is the Rockefeller quote from uh, you know back in the early part of the century? I don't I don't care what a nation's laws are as long as control I control the money. The money. Yeah. Um, and and there was actually I can't remember Rothschild anyway. One of those guys. One of those fellows um you know made that 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 quote and it makes absolutely absolutely great sense. It doesn't matter the 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 bankers and the the people that that control the finances of the world through the finances of the United States don't care what the laws are in the United States as long as they can control the money. And when it comes, and and they're not very good at, uh, at, at structuring all this as evidenced by this crash. Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. And I really would recommend that somebody like John, or Jack rather, take a look into the We the People organization. I think they're probably the closest thing to the constitutional group he's talking about starting from scratch, and they've been doing it for a long time. And, you know, they haven't stopped the feds. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. From the last margins of the land of Big Brother comes a new pro-freedom website. The UK Libertarian rails against the country's ridiculous regulation. It's crumbling National Health Service. It's disintegrating government schools and the political parasites, leeching more of our freedom every single day. Visit us at www.theuklibertarian.com. Saturday edition of the program, bring up anything. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features on the site. They're all free. You can get signed up for the Free Talk Live updates list. Uh, at updates.freetalklive.com. That'll get you and on our email list, basically. So whenever there's something that you need to know in reference to Free Talk Live, some news or whatever, you'll know it first if you're on the updates list. Updates.freetalklive.com. Plus, there's an extra reason to get on the updates list. That's right. We're going to be giving away a sword and, and a couple of uh, lightsabers. Well, not real lightsabers. Uh, as F- real as you can get. Force FX lightsabers, and they're really amazing things. They make the noises. They light up. They do the whole they thing. They just don't actually cut body parts off. Right. Thank goodness. God knows, uh, a real lightsaber, people would be cutting their body parts off. Yeah. It would be very, very bad news. Setting fires and stuff. Right. And we, we got them from swordmovie.com. It's the highly anticipated new documentary, Reclaiming the Blade, featuring Viggo Mortensen, Carl Urban, John Rhys-Davies, and Star Wars legend Bob Anderson. That's the guy who basically created sword fighting in, in Hollywood, as it is today. Mm. 
The film includes hours of swordplay, instructional videos, as well as behind-the-scenes videos and exclusives. You can pick up your copy today, discover our heritage with the sword and the historical rights of free men. They're also giving away swords and lightsabers at their uh, website, too, at swordmovie.com. So, so you can double your odds. Yep, sign up uh, at, uh, at updates.freetalklive.com. We're going to be giving away Sebring tickets on the updates. We're going to be giving away Totasacks. Oh We're going to be giving away swords. We're going to be giving away lightsabers. We are lightsabers. going price crazy. It's it's a surprise bonanza here on Free Talk Live. Um, so updates.freetalklive.com. All right. Uh, yeah, and we still have the Sebring tickets to give away here in a little bit, so stay tuned for that. All right, let's continue with your uh, your phone calls here. Oh, by the way, I want to just throw something out quickly before we do that. Uh, we were just talking with Jack, listening in Florida, about his ideas to how to get those politicians in line, teach them a lesson, stop this Federal Reserve and all its nastiness. And you know, as far as his goals, I'm in complete agreement with. Like, right sure. on, man. Cool. Let's put a stop to the Federal Reserve. The solutions Politicians are, bad. are not, uh, they're not easy out there. If they were, the solution, I mean, because the, the fact is the federal government has never followed its constitution. No. Not since its inception. No matter how it's many people say It's taken a long things. time for, it to, for the federal government to grow to the colossal size that it is to the point that we're actually... Um, sort of losing freedoms in this country rather than getting more free. Well, um, people will listen to us on this show and they'll they'll critique us saying, well, all you guys ever do is complain. You guys just complain. Well, that's because they don't like our solutions. Well, we haven't really proposed a solution for this one yet. And so I wanted to make sure that we, we put something out there, the idea of stopping the Federal Reserve and uh, changing things in Washington, D.C. Well, first of all, I don't really believe those two things can be done. Uh, I think that eventually that the, the economy and the government will crash and burn, and then they'll, it'll come to a, a screeching halt. Uh, but meantime, I don't think there's much that uh, – I don't think that you can rally. I don't think that you can protest. I don't think that you can send letters. I don't think that you can write letters. I don't think there's anything you can do. I don't think you can run candidates because the system is just too uh, – it's too obtuse. It's too difficult to uh, to navigate. It's too set in its ways. The the old boy network is too strong. It's just it's impenetrable. Washington D.C. is impenetrable by people for the most part that want to make any kind of significant sweeping change that might be in favor of liberty or as he was talking about the Constitution or anything like that. So I think the most the most feasible solution is declaring independence. Is partitioning, as one person put it, or declaring secession, or whatever terminology you want to use, but getting the hell out of the United States federal government in the first place. Then you can have your own alternative uh, local currencies. Uh, you can have silver or gold-based currencies, or something else, you know, something else based in value. And you can uh, start competing with the Federal Reserve notes, which are not valuable. They're just arbitrary. It's just fiat currency. So it wouldn't be hard to compete with them. Uh, but uh, but getting away from the United States federal government would be the first step in order to uh, t- toward making that uh, possibly successful. Otherwise, the federal government comes in and raids the alternative currencies like they did with the Liberty Dollar coming in and stealing all their gold and silver. And you just have to get out of it. it, it it's over. The experiment is done. The Constitution failed. There's no point in trying to get back to it. It's impossible at this point to do that. So I say that uh, do whatever you can. to. If you want to support something locally, if you want to get, get together with other people that like the Constitution, well, like the state Constitution or something. And most support- of them most of them are just as, uh, uh, you know, just as good sounding as the federal yeah. Constitution. And most of them are, uh, you know, they're, they're probably not ignored quite as much as the federal Constitution. S- start a secession group rather than a, a U.S. constitutional group, because I'm telling 
telling you that politicians and the bureaucrats in Washington, D.C. don't give a flip about what you think about how bad the situation is in this country. They're going to keep milking the American people, printing money out, and milking people dry until it's too, until it's too late, until it can't be turned around. And I don't think it can be turned around at this point. We're just we're in the death throes of uh, of this particular country, and who knows how long those death throes will take. But, took Rome 400 years. Yeah. So we continue here, uh, ladies first. Lisa, listening to I believe WXNT in Indiana. Lisa, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Oh hi. Hey. I'm just calling to tell you about um, a letter I received from the Bureau of Motor Vehicles in Connecticut. I live in Indiana, Mm -hmm. and in 1995, I lived in Connecticut for one year. I moved back to Ohio in 1996, and, oh, it was probably eight months ago. I now live in Indiana for the last five years. I received a letter from the Bureau of Motor Vehicles stating that I owed them, I think it was like almost $1,000, $900 and something dollars, seriously, from when I lived there a year. Because I didn't turn my license plates in. <laughs> what? And there were all these, yeah, there were all these fines and everything. And so I called them because it was just insane. I mean, it was like a whole legal letter. Wow. And I said, what is this about? And she said, well, in the state of Connecticut, you're supposed to turn in your license plates when you move or whatever. And I said, well, in the state of Ohio, you're supposed to throw them away. And she said, well, what happened to the license plates? And I said, ma'am, that was two husbands and three kids ago. I have absolutely no idea. That car was totaled like a decade ago. I have no idea. I said, when we moved to Ohio, we got Ohio plates. And she said, well, what did you do? You should have returned. This is my favorite part. You should have returned your Connecticut plates before you moved. I said, I couldn't do that. I wasn't in Ohio to get Ohio plates yet. I obviously had to use the Connecticut plates to get to Ohio. And she said, well, in the state of Connecticut, you're supposed to turn them in before you leave the boundaries of Connecticut. And I said, that is ridiculous. It'd be I really. Can't get to a, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure I'm sure that the on the border of uh, um, you know New York, they'll just be waiting for you to drive over without any plates. There won't I'm be a problem. I'm telling you, it was insane. And she kept asking me, like five or six times, well, what happened to the license plates? I said, I don't know. It was like almost 15 years ago. I have absolutely no idea where the plates are. I mean, I, can't, I don't even know what to tell you. And um, so I finally I called a lawyer and had them write a letter. I said, this is insane. I don't even know what to say, but I'm not handing over a thousand dollars to the state you. of Connecticut. And um, it was ridiculous. And I forget what their threat was. There was some threat, like, I don't remember if it was they were going to pull my license mm. or they were going to something. And so um, the lawyer that I spoke with said, you know, these state and local governments are so cash poor right now that they are just trying to find anything that they can. And I think he said they have a 15-year window or something. I said, well, I don't know, but I'm not paying this. And I, they want to know where the license plates are. I, mean, I have no idea. It was, you know, before, I mean, oh my God, it was like two husbands and three kids ago. So wait, Lisa, no wait a minute. Are you telling me that you didn't take the time to read the entire motor vehicle code before you got your driver's license in uh, in that state? I, 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 guess I, I guess I didn't. I lived there a year. And so then the lawyer wrote them a letter and basically said, prove it. Mm. And they couldn't do it. Because I, mean, I didn't have to call the archive department of the motor vehicles. Like, they had nothing anywhere. And so Amazing. they finally dropped it, and I made them send me a letter saying they weren't pursuing it, but I was thinking, this is like, this is like thugs. I mean, you can't come after someone 15 years old. Yes, yes they ask, can, and they would have if you hadn't you? lawyered up. What did the lawyer cost? You know, I was fortunate. My husband um, bought us this prepaid legal thing for like oh. 18 bucks a month, and so anytime you get or suit or anything, whatever. Cool. If anyone pursues you, it's free, so it didn't cost me anything. Wow, I'm glad to hear that that stuff works for people. Yeah, I've, I've heard good well, things about it. 
Good to it know. worked in that respect. But yeah, so how about that? I just thought, oh my gosh, like you can't be serious 15 years later, but they were serious. Yep, and, and they, they and count they on people being intimidated. They weren't Right. They count on people being intimidated by them and just, you know, uh, being scared and frightened and and jumping in and Mm -hmm. and jumping through whatever hoops they put up. Thanks for sharing that story. Uh, I appreciate hearing from you tonight, Lisa. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. The 12 hours of Sebring is a race. It takes place over four days in Sebring, Florida. And you're going with a two-pack of tickets if you're caller number four right now. It's 603-435-1105. It's happening uh, in March. Uh, 17th through the 21st. Yeah, 603-435-1105. Caller 4 gets it. More free talk live coming up. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Saturday edition of the program. We're here to take your phone calls about whatever you want. To control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free lines, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features free, and if you enjoy this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. You just enter Amazon through that link. Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So you start your shopping through that link. Free Talk Live gets a cut. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Continuing with your phone calls about what you want. Let's talk to Rick, listening in Washington to KBKW. Rick, you're on Free Talk Live. How you doing? Um, hey. You were talking about ri- ridiculous laws. Um, sure. You know how much it rains up in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Well, two years ago, um, they passed a law that uh, you cannot collect rainwater off your roof, off your property, in a cistern, a, a rain barrel, or a pond without a permit from them. Oh, my gosh. And... Uh, I'm waiting next for them to tell you you can't breathe the air without a permit from them because uh, they say they own the the water above the above the ground, in yep. the ground, and on the ground. Wow, that is so incredible. Much. Has has anybody gotten popped for that that you know of? Uh, I don't know, but uh, the reason why I discovered it is I was looking to put in a uh, just a little garden pond that I could catch the rainwater on my property. I was looking at some of the other regulations for something else that I was curious about, maybe pumping some water from the river. And came across those laws on uh, uh, collecting rainwater <laughs> off just, your roof, and I just it just blew me away. Wow! Uh, it just it just to me seems so wrong that uh, they would have the audacity to say that you don't own the yep. water above your property. My my next question would be, well, if your rainwater that you own, the state owns, damages my property, my building, Mm-mm. does that mean since you own it, you're going to pay for the damages? Yeah, that's a really great. Point. <laughs> Not bloody likely. Uh, but you're right. I mean, yeah. the, the hubris of these people that uh, if you are trying to do something very self-sustaining, like, a lot of people are interested in uh, essentially disconnecting from the grid and, and having their own ways of uh, and, and getting water. And being conservationists yeah. and all that stuff. Well, apparently uh, they're saying essentially that the water belongs to them and it needs to get to their water reclamation plant or their water processing plant. Otherwise, you're, uh, you're making it so the city is being deprived of a revenue opportunity, right? I mean, is, is do you think that's their reasoning? Because essentially, if you take the water before they can get their hands on it, then they can't charge you to give it to you. That's right. They're they're saying that you're affecting somebody else's water rights downstream from your property by collecting <laughs> your own rainwater on your property, and that just it's bogus because we've got so much extra water. What about existing water rights that people already own? What they're trying to do also is in the rural area, 
come out and put uh, meters on people's wells and then start charging them for their own <laughs> water off of their well. Man, it never ends. And, and you know, that they just keep coming up with these new ways to control your life. And as long as people put up with it, they'll keep coming up with thousands upon thousands more. It, it will not stop until the American people who are sick and tired of it decide to stop putting up with it. Really? Yeah, I agree. Thanks for sharing oh. that with us. Anything else on your mind tonight? Uh, just one other thing that the state of Washington does. Uh, if you own a business in the state of Washington, they just enacted a uh, destination-based sales tax. And I'm a business owner. And if I had a brick-and-mortar store, um, I had to charge the sales rate for what went out my door right here. Or if I drop ship to somebody else in the state, I charge it for my rate in my local district where I'm at. Mm. They've now made it destination-based sales tax where every sale I make, if I deliver it out of my store or deliver it somewhere in the state of Washington, I have to look up that street address, that actual premise, and charge the state the sales tax based on where that's being shipped to. Do you then so also have, to, have to send that sales tax to that local municipality as well? I have to report it on the form and segregate it on the form for each different sales tax denomination that I collect. And you know how many thousands of different oh. rates there are? I, I, I can only imagine. Maybe, maybe one guy across the street has a, a tax levy for a school bond that the guy on the other side of the street doesn't have. It's impossible. It's a bookkeeping nightmare. Boy, isn't it nice to uh, have the government out there k- keeping you safe? I mean, thank oh, goodness yeah. they're out there offering all their wonderful services to us. Oh, oh, wait, you're essentially acting as uh, as a business owner. You're basically acting as a collections agent for the state without any sort of compensation whatsoever. Right, and there is a law, the federal law, that states that you cannot cause somebody to perform a service or a labor that benefits another without compensating them at the going rate. So uh, yeah, good luck winning uh, that one in yeah, court, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a civil rights violation. I'm collecting my neighbor's tax because there is no income tax in the state of Washington. So now I'm doing my neighbor's tax collecting and reporting to the state for them. Isn't that kind of a discrimination just because I'm a business owner? Oh, it's legal for the state to do that stuff. They can do whatever they want. They discriminate, yeah. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. And I'm sorry to hear about that insanity. I mean, we talked about micromanaging. if, If you want to realize how out of control the federal, state, local, municipal, county governments are in this nation, open yourself a business. Oh, yeah. Because it, it try you know, to try the, to open the business when you when you start talking about people we need to do this we need to control that we need to regulate this we need to, those people are not business owners Mm-mm. they're not because they know how arduous it is dealing with the government when it comes to their uh, you know their regulations imagine what it's like trying to get into business as a as a you know a p- person who isn't rich. It's not easy. It's it, it's nigh impossible. We continue uh, talking to TJ uh, in Vermont, listening to WSNO. Hey, TJ. Hey, how are you? Hey, is this TJ uh, one of the talk show hosts up there, SNO? It, it is. How are hey, you? Doing good, good. What's on your mind tonight? <laughs> hey, guys. You know, I, I, just, I have to disagree with you on the Fed stuff. On, on, on there's nothing that can be done. Um, you know, it, it, we, we, we've reached a, a, a point uh, I agree with you. There's nothing that can be done overnight. There's nothing that's going to be done next week. There's nothing that's going to be done next month, maybe not even next year. Well, what do you think can be done? Reserve, the, the Federal Reserve um, was, was built into this control organization. That didn't happen overnight. And the, the groundswell of, 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 of attention that the Federal Reserve is getting right now is, is not going to let it continue uh, the way that it's continuing. What I do you mean, think it, is going to happen? Just, do you think that the, the Senate well, has basically put the brakes on any even auditing that organization? 
that's 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 not going to hold. It's it's just not going to hold. Hope you're right. I mean, li- listen. Here's here's the situation. I mean, for you for 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 you guys to say, you know, look, there's there's nothing can be done. Uh, the federal government's just going to explode, implode, and and we're going to have to start all over again. Well, you know, back in 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 1776 and 1781, you know, uh, we had an, an oppressive uh, king and and. You know, I think you're underestimating the power of the people. Um, <laughs> I think you're I, overestimating I really it. What, what evidence no, do you I, have? I, what evidence do you have that in the history of this 200-plus-year-old uh, uh, federal government that there has ever been any sort of people's movement that resulted in a rollback of power and a rollback of the size of the state? The, the first one, okay? The, oh, no, the no. revolution, within, within the revolution recent... itself. The revolution itself ever was since an exercise. Then? Ever since you know, then, and you bring up you bring up the We the People Foundation, which I have met with. I I, I think the We the People Foundation are are on the right page. If they weren't asking you for money every five seconds, you know, I I think they would. They would have a you know. I wasn't promoting them in that I agree with everything they do. I was just suggesting it for the guy that wanted to start his own organization from, from scratch rather than kind of <laughs> duplicating what's already going on. But TJ, you didn't really give me anything. Like since the revolution, what has happened to uh, to roll the government back? Well, I, I don't I don't think there's anything. We've got Social Security. We've got all kinds of federal progressive programs that have been rolled out that have not been rolled back. And you're right about that, but. Um, why do you, you know, why are you so uh, why how could you possibly in the face of all the history of the constant increases in government regardless of its Democrats or Republicans that are running the federal government the constant increases of the size scope and the intrusiveness of the state how can you be so um, I guess Pollyanna-ish about the the future of a constitutional government or getting you know getting rid of the Federal Reserve or things like that how, how, how I mean, there's no evidence because for it. I don't I don't think I don't think we've ever seen this kind of disdain. I, I don't think we've ever seen this many people awake. I don't think we've ever seen uh, 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 as many people uh, in our country actively participating and paying attention to what's going on. I mean, but let's wh- be honest. But what will that let's, result let's be- in? That, that'll only result in different politicians being elected to screw people over. I mean, it's not going to result in significant change. Well... Maybe maybe I am being polyandrous. I, I think so. I, I You've got a great that. movement there, TJ. I mean, you're calling for you Vermont. Know. You've got the uh, the the secessionist movement that is the most noteworthy yeah. in the entire country. You should get behind those guys, man, because they got I the really, right idea. You know what? But see, that's the thing. I I don't. I don't give that any credit. I, Why? I, I really don't believe in that. Okay. Why? For Vermont, because for Vermont to say we're going to secede from the from the federal government. First of all, Vermont on its own has a $150 billion budget shortfall, and that's with government help, okay? Um, you know, Vermont well, obviously is not going to The state is going to have its problems because of the nature of the state and the nature of collective uh, organization and centralization, wow. obviously. But getting out from underneath the thumb, the oppressive uh, iron fist of the federal government only means that Vermonters and other, any other government, uh, any other people in any other state that managed to, su- to successfully secede will have all that much more money in their pockets with which to do the right things. TJ, thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. Hour 3 is on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Attention, all active-duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public. 
like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the live Saturday edition of the program. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features, they're totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. As we continue here, we just generally had a theme tonight about people telling us... uh, how they've been screwed over by a micromanaging government, whether it's local, state, or federal, though mostly it's been local and, and state kind of examples here tonight. Started out with a story about San Antonio cracking down on garage sales, where apparently they demand that you have a permit uh, in order to uh, to hold a garage sale. And we had a, one lady telling us that this uh, state of Connecticut came after her years, years later, after she'd made a move to another state, they somehow found her and they claimed that she owed them $1,000 because she didn't turn in the license plates after she decided she didn't want to live in uh, Connecticut anymore. Just some of these absurd little teeny little rules that they somehow expect you to be aware of and uh, expect you to follow at their at their behest. They're just calling you up and demanding that you all of a sudden jump through these hoops that you had no idea uh, were required to uh, to jump through. And Ignorance of the laws, no excuse. They love to trot that one out uh, when you say what. <laughs> How how can anybody be anything but ignorant of the law? Indeed, you couldn't you couldn't read the law, uh, you know, that applies to you in the in the ground you're standing on. If you didn't ever move in your entire lifetime, if you read the state and uh, county and uh, state and 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 uh, state county local and and federal laws that apply to that particular area, you would spend. I'm not exaggerating here, people. Three lifetimes. That's if you were reading 10 hours a day, six days a week. That doesn't count comprehending, actually, what you're reading. Right. And that's, well. just, that's just, that's just passing just, the words through your mind. Right. That's just reading. And you can't even read that stuff. You probably get good at it after a while, um, understanding. I can't handle it. It's but just even, so even lawyers must, must muddle through this, uh, read it several times in order to understand what You've it is that get, they're reading. You've got to make sure where the ands are being yep. placed and the ors and the semicolons and the commas. And it's just, and all the words can mean different things. Legalese is a completely different language. It, they, they look like English words, but if you actually go and you look up the definitions in legal dictionaries, then you can find out that they don't exactly mean what you might have thought they mean, like the word person in legalese actually can mean corporations and things that we don't typically think of as people. (laughs) So it's just a maddening uh, exercise in futility to try to even understand what uh, these laws are, let alone uh, obey them all. So that's kind of generally been the theme, but we've also had people calling in about with these fantasies that people still have and that they they hold on to because there's some sort of, I think, nationalistic streak 
alive in them, this idea that... I like the, that, the colors red, white, and blue, and the stars, and the stripes, and the eagles, and all well. that stuff. I like it. They've, they've programmed you well, Mark. And that's what it is. It's this idea that, well, the this is the best country in the, the whole world, and, well, by gosh, yeah, it may be absolutely horrible in Washington, D.C., and sure, I'll acknowledge that there's never been any kind of rollback in the size, scope, and expense, and, uh, you know, the, uh, the intrusiveness of the federal government. Sure, I can acknowledge that, but I still believe we have a chance to, to roll it back. Because now people are fed up. Because people are upset now, and they've never been. This is they've never been so upset before. Gosh darn it! And so now we've got tea parties, and people are are Things protesting. Seem and, different to me. They do seem different to me. Do I think oh, really? that? It, do I think it's going to roll back the size of the federal government? No, I think it's put a speed bump on the growth of government um, that I think very much the, the Democrats that are in power now wanted to put through cap and trade and they wanted to have this health care bill. I think there were poor choices on their part strategically. I think if uh, Barack Obama had decided to go with that whole transparency thing that he lied about, um, you know, the government was going to be transparent and laws were going to be available on the Internet for five days before you voted on them or whatever it was and then and got America out of these pointless wars that spend billions of dollars a second or whatever it is that they do that he that that it would have been an entire generation of people voting democratic like it was after fdr um not that i think his plans are actually successful but um you know besides the point that's what what would have happened instead he decided to jam some more socialist programs down people's throat and americans said no they're not gonna do it and i don't think it's gonna happen I, it's it just seems to me to be kind of this fed fantasy that people have the idea that they're going to somehow change business as usual in Washington, D.C.? I'm sorry. Not even Ron Paul can really change much about Washington, D.C. I think Ron Paul would be about the best chance you have to make anything at least slow down the process in Washington, D.C., because I believe that Ron Paul would likely actually use the veto. So I think that that could slow things down, but it would be tough for him to actually roll things back. He he would likely be able to you know pull the military out of the countries that they're currently in. That would make a difference. Like you could tear Paul up all those executive orders that uh, you yeah. know are, are essentially legislating from the White House. But it's not very likely that he could uh, you know get rid of the the IRS in one fell swoop or anything like that. So. If, one, if, one constitutional Supreme Court uh, appointee, one real good one, like Judge Napolitano or something like that, that could change that, – that would certainly be a huge swing vote. But it's – to me, it's it all seems like a fantasy to, to me. And we'll have one of your thoughts at – whatever you want to talk about, 800-259-9231. And some people would say that, well, Ian, it's seceding as a fantasy. I mean that's a fantasy. Yeah. But I don't have to uh, accomplish as much in order to secede. There's not as much uh, that you have to do as far as changing minds and hearts and minds to secede. You only have to focus on one geographic area rather than the trying to change the uh, the minds of the entire country. Uh, it just seems a little bit more palpable from a, from a political standpoint. And secession is sort of a political kind of goal, although I think that individuals can declare their own uh, personal secession. I think that's a whole other topic. But it, it, that seems far more realistic to me, especially considering that there, that is becoming a topic of discussion. Certainly in the liberty movement, secession or, decla- or de- declaring independence or partitioning off is becoming a discussion topic that is more frequently heard, and I think it should be. I think that uh, it should be something that people are talking about at dinner time and at work and just throwing the idea out there and seeing how people react to it and seeing how they feel about it. Because what on, why on earth do you want the federal government? What does it do? That's really Besides a question. extract money from you and extract obedience from you. 
It, it, you know, it, as, as far as uh, the average American goes, they don't need the federal government for anything. Uh, somebody's going to say military. And I understand that, you know, if you believe that the military has been protecting your freedom, that's fine and dandy. But the fact is there are many countries around this world that don't have militaries. Look at Costa Rica. Why aren't they getting invaded? Because they aren't invading anyone. Right, because they're not (laughs) hassling anybody. And the fact is, it's the United States government's military that protects places like Germany and Japan and Costa Rica and innumerable countries around the world. Do they pay money to the United States for doing this? No. Why should you? Let's see how you feel. Ladies first, Mary listening to WVTS in Charleston, West Virginia. Mary, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Uh, Yes. Now, before you all get all hung up and everything... (laughs) <laughs> we do that. Uh, succeeding and doing everything like that. I'm an independent. <laughs> I mm. was a Democrat. I was Republican. I was a Democrat. But through abortion, I became an independent a long time ago. Now I was for the best person. But this time I knew it wasn't the right one. But instead of that, there's such a thing as um, impeachment. Impeachment? What will that do? And electing new officials. Impeaching. You want to talk? You want to? Who, who do you want to impeach? When, when, they, when, they're, when they're read a president, they're sworn by the Constitution. Okay. Uh-huh. There's one thing with them by the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and whatever. Now, as far as this health care plan bill, it's going to upset many Democrats. Some of the Democrats I've said about this 51 vote. Highly upset, and it might not pass because some of the Democrats I don't think it's going to. They, they don't want to see this. Well, how's but, impeaching going to do anything? I mean, that's well, just, what, what are you going to impeach? Well, him we for? don't know everything behind all this. But what will that do? I mean, well, he, let's put it this way: we were well, we would like to know a president. So you'll get Joe Biden if you impeach uh, Barack Obama. Well, it's changed. Right, uh, but then what? We. Here, here's the situation. Yeah. When um, late on me. Okay. When Clinton was in, there's our we kind of didn't know hardly anything. Then Bush came in. He started a war that many people didn't see on TV. I did. I thought twice. Bush was in. He wanted to twice. He said, "This is why the war was started." The real reason. <laughs> You haven't really told me what is going to happen if we actually anyway, impeach. Anyway, he started an unnecessary war. Yes, he did, and he didn't get impeached for that either. So I'll tell you what, I'll bring it back. I don't know if I really understand your point, but I want to try it at my best here, too, in a moment. It's Free Talk Live. Please explain. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's the Saturday edition of the show. We're here to take your phone calls, and you may call in about whatever you want. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those. And we've got our Shrine of Female listeners with the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send us their validated photo, showing they are indeed listeners of the program. You can go to Shrine freetalklive.com see that for yourself get interactive uh, shrine.freetalklive.com and if you hate making extra trips back into the uh, back outside to carry in more grocery bags well you can use the tota sack as i have been doing and you have been doing mark uh, it's awesome it's a wonderful tool it's made of 100 recycled materials right here in the united states and they're designed to simplify all kinds of carrying tasks you can go to totasack.com to learn more about them t-o-t-a-s-a-k.com of course order yourself a family pack as well t-o-t-a-s-a-k totasack Dot com. They carry more than you can, a lot more. That's totasack.com. Now, we go back here uh, to Mary listening to WVTS in West Virginia. Mary, you're back on Free Talk Live, and I wanted to hang on to you here because I didn't feel like you really had a chance to uh, to get your ideas out, and I, I have to say I'm a little confused by what it is well, that you're, you're proposing. Your situation, you see, that's where well, he made two mistakes, Bush did, about the war. To begin with, um, it's a long under, uh well, Saddam Hussein wanted to kill Bush's father. And so this upset Bush. He got on TV and said twice, wait, this is when he first got in office. He had every intention of going to war, no matter what. All because Bush... He, I, I don't know Hussein if it's true that Saddam Hussein wanted to kill uh, Bush's hey, father. Bush's father. I don't know if that's true. He was at war. This upset they, Bush. They used to be he got buddies. on TV and he said, did you know Saddam Hussein wanted to kill my father? We've got to go to war with him. He said that's why. Pretty sure it was the elder Bush that wanted to uh, dispose of Saddam Hussein first. Yeah, well, I know. It, that's what I mean. The, well, that's a little we, different. It, Bush did, Where are you going with this? I mean, I'm George just curious. Bush, anyway, that's why he really wanted to go to war. He got on there just a little, just, just twice, just a little few minutes. And well, you twice. could say that he wanted to go to war to support his buddies in the military-industrial complex with all no, kinds no, no, of contracts. No, 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 he, he had this in back. He, that's why he ran. for the oil. That's well, what does this have to ran. do with your proposal about uh, impeaching? But anyway, it's, 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 it's a long story. Fast... He got there twice. This way before 9-11. And then 9-11, it was hard to him to explain to him that he thought Solomon's <laughs> name and, and, and Ben Laden were good friends. Is it just... Mark, is it just me or am I having a hard time with this? Are you having a hard time understanding? Anyway, long uh, long long story short, please. Okay. Now, as far as the war goes, the American people didn't want it. So Bush, no, it's not the American people. It's, no, I have to protect people. (laughs) Well, the Declaration of Independence didn't say, well, the president has to protect people first. It says, we, we the people of the United States. Yeah. That's what do you want to do about all this? I mean, I'm with you. The war is a bad thing. Mary. Mary. I mean, we're $14 trillion Mary. 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 $2 trillion in health bill, and now they want to do the electricity, a nuclear thing, electricity. Hey, Mary, I share your concerns. Mary, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. That was just was difficult. It was was hard. I want really badly for you to do a promo out of that. I that I don't know. It, it's it's so incoherent. It's, <laughs> she had a lot to say. She I mean, did. She, I, I I get it. Like, there was a lot, a lot in there. There's a could, lot to say. There's a lot to say. 
There, yeah, there, there, I mean, I, I felt like there was a lot in there that I could have agreed with had it been somewhat coherently presented. I mean, war, I'm against that. But she the, seemed there to be against the war. There was impeachment was the start of this, um, you know, the, right, that right. that was an option. And I guess with Barack Obama um, and, you know, people... People will often tell us that we're a little nuts for thinking that you can move 20,000 liberty-loving individuals to one state and have some success with reducing the size of the government in that way. Mm. Or that we talk about secession and, and you know, that that's just a, you know, it's a pipe dream. Pipe dream. Impeachment is a pipe dream. Real impeachment. I don't mean where the, you mean the House of Representatives, of yeah, kicking him out, um, imprisoning him or something like that. Right, because impeachment there's is been just a couple of impeachments, but there hasn't been any removal. Um, right, removal. Um, and, As and, though that would change anything. Even if you did get, if, first of all, it's, it's very difficult politically to get through the process of impeachment. But that's what I'm saying. It hasn't happened yet. At the very yeah. least, secessions happen all over the world all the time, and they have happened in this country. It'll, they were done poorly. They probably shouldn't have fired on that fort in the first place. But they, um, but it, at least it can. It's it's happened. There's some historical precedent. Show me the impeachment of a president that revo- resulted in somebody being removed right. from office. Happen. Come on. Uh, and even if this, it did, th- this, these people roll logs and scratch backs for each other. Of course, they're not going to hurt one another. I mean, if if there's an impeachment, it's just for a show. It's not to actually harm them in any way. And even if Barack Obama did get kicked out of office. Well, what does that change? Really? I mean, this is like the same thing as the the people that believe that we'll get Barack Obama to show his birth certificate, and if he doesn't show us a good birth certificate, we're going to get him kicked out of office for that. Well, good luck, man. So if you're successful... (laughs) He's already been in a year. (laughs) So if you're successful, you get President Joe Biden. Well, we'll get him kicked out, too. Okay, so then you'll get whoever's third. Was it Nancy Pelosi or whoever would be you spend third? Spend your whole life trying to kick Hillary out. Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State, I think she would be in Well, uh, I think Biden point. would probably pick a vice president at that point. And then you'd get whoever vice president, uh, whatever Joe Biden picked as yeah, vice president. I, I it mean, seemed to me. You, you're not going to change anything. That if you were successful. If you got John McCain, how much better would that be? Not not at all. Bomb, 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 Iran. He's sick. Uh, so... If you were successful at getting any of these politicians kicked out of office, they just, all that would be would just be a big party for the Republic. Yay, we did it! Right. Woo, woo, woo. And it's the same. It's, it's the same stuff. They they all want to spin your great grandchildren into yeah. poverty. They've already spent all your money, all your kids' money, and all your grandchildren your grandchildren's money. Now they're spending your great grandchildren's money. Uh, I mean, yeah. th- this it's it's just they just want to spend it different ways. That's all. Let's continue here. Uh, I think uh, John is on the line in Maryland. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. John, Maryland, Hello. you're on the air. Okay. Uh, I have a an, a nationwide project to try to change the mass psychology of the country. And tonight I was on the internet trying to um, find support for it. And I found your radio, and I saw that it was open on Saturday evening, and I had a toll-free number, so I called you up. We are open six nights a week, but yes, go ahead. Um, well, I wrote a song, and it has a swear word in it, so I don't know if you can... Uh, Absolutely your... not. Well, it would depend on the swear word, but it's, anyway. It's my country, my behind. Yeah, well, that's all right. Uh, all right. So, uh, were you wanting to sing your song for us? Is no, that... I don't want to sing it. You see, okay, see, I have a, a three-step plan. What's that? Um, it's an anti-government protest song. Okay. I wrote the song, and I'm sending it to country radio stations state by state. And step two is I put up a web page with the list of all the country radio stations that have the song. What's your website? Uh, my website 
I'm putting, I put up uh, a post on your website under Promoting Liberty. Okay, cool. On the Free Talk Live BBS over at BBS. Yeah, so if anybody wants to go to Promoting Liberty, it's there. I that sounds like a mine. good idea. So you've actually been successful at getting uh, country radio stations to pick your song up? No. No. I sent it to them. I oh, I see. see you're, we're, on, we're on step two. Gotcha. Okay. I, I would like to point out that you did pick the most patriotic form of uh, you know music out there on the radio right now. Well, it started with, uh, I heard John Mellencamp's song, My Country, done to a truck commercial, and it had all these wholesome American images, and I'm like, what country do they live in? They don't live in the <laughs> Hey, good you luck know. with your project. Let us know how it goes, and thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. That sounds like it's a lot going to be more likely to have some success than trying to change Washington, D.C. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. can bring up anything if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. And those features include our bulletin board system. Uh, one of our callers a moment ago mentioned he was going to post his country song over on the Free Talk Live BBS. It's it's an open forum that is virtually unmoderated. You really can post pretty much what you want over there. bbs.freetalklive.com. Go and get signed up for an account. And the, the accounts are, by the way, cross-purpose. So if you sign up for a BBS account, that automatically means you have a login for the main website at freetalklive.com. You can submit show prep ideas and news stories and essays and blog posts and things like that for other listeners to read and to comment on and to to vote up and to vote down our website. Very, uh, very user-friendly, user interactive, and totally free over at freetalklive.com. Plus, the government school system sucks off the productive capacity of hardworking people. And whether government education succeeds or fails, and spoiler alert, it fails, at providing real education to the public, the cost goes up year after year. And there are no refunds. Oh, and it also destroys individualism and curiosity. School Sucks Podcast is a show about the end of government education. You can visit schoolsucksproject.com to learn more. Schoolsucksproject.com. Plus, if you've been listening to the School Sucks Podcast, you probably already know that Brett, the host of that show, will be one of the speakers at the upcoming Liberty Forum here in New Hampshire uh, uh, next month, March 18th through the 21st, I do believe. And, of course, Free Talk Live will also be at the Liberty Forum. We'll be broadcasting live, and I imagine if we can grab Brett, we're going to pull him over and uh, get him on a microphone with us and have him sit in as we do when we're typically at the Liberty Forum. It, normally, this is not a guest-based show. Typically, you know, it's, it's open phones, and it, it still will be open phones from the Liberty Forum. But you'll hear a lot more guests on the Liberty Forum uh, broadcast than you normally do, and that's just because there's so many interesting people around. Uh, we've had people like Glenn Jacobs in the past on the program from the WWE Unfortunately, he won't be able to make it to the forum this year, but uh, we've got all kinds of it. Maybe you'll be able to snag Andrew Napolitano from Fox News. He's going to be speaking at the forum. And If you want to get uh, tickets, you should get them now over at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Grab your hotel room while they're still available. freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. You can use the Free Talk Live discount code to save 10%. Our code is FTL. As we continue taking your phone calls about what you want, Jack is listening in Indianapolis at WXNT. Hello, Jack. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? 
Yeah, I was just uh, thinking, you know, you got a lot of programs now helping ex-felons get a second chance at life. And my dilemma is uh, I wish I could get a second chance at life on jobs I can have problems with in the past. Like what? Well, you know, I used to be a pretty uh, uh, rebellious type employee, but as life goes on, you get to where you wish you could turn back the hands of time. And hey, I, I was a bus driver at one time. I wish I could get a chance in my older, settled life as a city bus driver again. But you know, I, I don't know if society believes in giving people another chance on jobs. Well, I don't know. I mean, are you saying that what you did in the past was so onerous to where that uh, anybody else would not want to hire you? Well, you know, a lot of people I worked for in the past might say where he would... Uh, just, uh, you know, uh, buck track to buck the system a lot. Even though I thought I was right now in my later life, I see why I was so wrong. But just like they forgave, Jesus forgave the people at one time, wish I could get a second chance at a good life at my 57-year-old age. Well, I don't think it's ever too late to uh, to show some contrition and uh, and turn things around for yourself. I mean, have you been encountering it where people are looking at some of the things that you might have done at some jobs years and years ago and, and holding that against you? Every day. That's what I seem to run into. I'm not seen to be forgiven for the way I used to protect the job. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I think that there are different people out there, and I, I would suggest that you just keep keep looking. Maybe you can't find exactly the kind of work that uh, that you might want to do, but it's likely you'll find something out there. Yeah, if you like driving uh, the bus, you'd probably like driving a delivery vehicle. You'd, uh, I mean, there's, there's a lot of that. Deliver pizzas or something like that. How about that? Well, I'll tell you what. I think for the thanks for the idea. I get at a shot and see what happens. But y'all pray for me. Well, thank you for the call tonight. I don't do much uh, praying, but I, you know, I appreciate hearing from you. And uh, how about I send some positive vibrations your way? <laughs> You're just a battery of positive vibrations, my friend. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know. I, uh, that's got to be tough, making a mistake as a as a young person. And Mark, I'm sure you can relate to this. Uh, you having spent nine years in prison, I mean yeah. that's that's got to be tough, right? I mean having that hanging over your head when Not you're easy, no. when you're going to get a job, uh, or you you maybe made a mistake a couple decades ago, and uh, maybe you were not as responsible then as as you are today. And and having you know going and applying for a, a job today, and having them call maybe a former employer and having them say not the nicest things about you. Uh, I, I imagine that's kind of what he's talking about here. And it seems like it, but um, at the same time, it's uh, you know, you're most employers, in my experience, don't make telephone calls. They don't um, call and, the references. And, and don't call references and things like that. So it seems to me that you can probably get away with, uh, you know, just putting out a bunch of applications. At some point, you'll get something that sticks. That's how I feel about it. I mean, if there are people out there that are real uppity and they they want to hold, uh, they want to treat you as though you're the same person you were 20 years ago or 10 years ago. I think that's wrong, and that's not the kind of person that I would want to work for. So yeah, keep trying, keep putting yourself out there, and eventually you'll find something that'll uh, that'll work out for you. Because you shouldn't hold somebody responsible a decade later if they if they've changed, if they believe they've changed, and that they're not the same person they were. I don't know about you, but I'm not the same person I was a decade ago, and thank goodness I'm so glad I'm not. Um, and I think that that statement applies to anybody that that has the uh, the potential to grow and to change over life. Everybody changes over time. 
hopefully it's for the better. And I, it sounds like he believes that he's changed for the better. So just you know, prove yourself. And if that means you have to accept a lower-paying job to get a get a foothold, maybe that's what you'll have to do. Maybe you have to make some concessions, perhaps, for some of the mistakes that you made, because you, you're not necessarily going to get away clean with uh, with all the mistakes you might have made in the past. There there can be some ramifications down the line, but yeah, just keep at it. You'll find something. 800-259-9231. We continue. Bill, also listening in Indy to WXNT. Hello, Bill. Hey, thank you for taking my call. No problem, Bill. What's uh, on your mind tonight? You, yeah, gov- about three things. Government, you said, what, is, what does the government do? What do? I don't know. There was a question like that you asked. Yeah, the question I asked was, um, what does the average American, uh, what, what is their benefit for having the federal government? They want their houses rebuilt after Katrina. So um, you think that the federal government being around gets your house rebuilt? Well, I think they're still waiting. But, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's what the people want. I don't think anything's ever going to change. I mean, I know it's, it's always smart to have simple precautions, like keep some of your money in the bank, some of your money in a box, some yeah. of your money in gold, et cetera, et cetera. Some food in the shelves, you know, all that. Well, change is inevitable. I mean, it's, it's guaranteed that something is going to change down the line, and it's not uh, likely that this empire is going to last forever. But we'll it's, never live to see it. We'll uh, never live to see it crumble or change in, in, that, in that drastic of a respect. I've been hearing this same story I'm sure for people years. said that about the Soviet Union in the late 1980s. Well, that's a whole different system. Well, well now, that may be true, but I'm sure people said the same thing. I, you know, the this is I, I, the government's growing at a, at a rate that it hasn't grown grown at before. I mean, it really is growing very quickly, and they have to pay for that some in some way, shape, or form. And I think that the American people are at about their limit as to what they'll take as far as taxation goes, and the. You know, printing of money is at such a rate that it, it just can't. It's just not tenable. So we'll I'm find a way. really it, it, curious it, it, as you to just what's get somebody like Robert Rubin back in there. He they can manipulate numbers like you can't believe. You got to read this Wall Street Journal. It fascinates me. I can't even. It's, it's so complicated. I can't even understand it. I can read a paragraph three times and still not make heads or tails out of it. <laughs> These guys can boogie woogie numbers and and, and and take things off balance sheet and on balance sheet. And between the Federal Reserve and the Treasury, they're playing with their numbers so much that. Don't worry. It's, it'll all be taken care of. I mean, any kind of little crisis that develops, you know how they get this uh, Sheila Baird out there with the FDIC. Don't worry. Your, your money, every penny of your money is safe. They definitely have their tricks up their sleeve. They definitely have ways of manipulating things to extend the uh, the life of their system and their power. I agree with you there, Bill. Thank you for the call. Okay, thank you. I appreciate hearing from you. And I share, I share your skepticality, uh, and I understand it. And I agree with you that I don't think the the nature of the federal government, I don't think the corrupt nature of it will change, but I think the change itself is inevitable. I think that we will see, you know, some sort of secessionist movement grow in popularity to the point where they will succeed and essentially nullify the effects of the federal government. And that's change I can believe in. Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. enough time, perhaps, for your call. If you make it right now to 1-800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 
800-259-9231. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. That's where all the features are totally free. So enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com. If you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can learn how to promote us over at promote.freetalklive.com. There's a whole bunch of things that you can do to help get the show on more radio stations around the country and bring more internet listeners on board. Just go to promote.freetalklive.com to learn more. I, uh, I'm going to do this uh, Sebring ad with the uh, the, the racer big um, big voice thing, so be re- be ready with some sound effects, okay? I'll, okay, I'll do my best. I don't the, know if I have racing sound effects, though. The 58th annual running of America's legendary Le Mans race, the 12 hours of Sebring, runs Saturday, March the 20th at Sebring International Raceway, featuring the fastest race cars in the world. <laughs> That's the best I can do. I hope there aren't any crashes, because that would be terrible. Isn't that why people watch racing? No. No? Okay. Gates open Wednesday, March the 17th. Four four days of racing action culminating with the big 12-hour event on Saturday, March the 20th. For tickets information, visit SeabringRaceway.com. Come, come. Yeah, I don't know if I did very well with that. Yeah, you stink. All right, we continue here. Uh, you can bring up anything. How about this one? It's kind of racy, <laughs> racy sounding. Take the callers. We- All right, let's go to JJ listening in Chesapeake. To WTAR 850. JJ, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? I like the program. Um, I just like to talk about a few things that um, I guess the sooner the American people, um, I guess, familiarize themselves with these organizations, maybe the better off they'll know what's going on. Like, like for instance, the CFR, um, the Council on Foreign Relations, uh, the Trilateral Commission, um, the Club of Rome. So what what are all these uh, organizations doing to your mind? Personally, my point of view about it is that they're all about espousing um, globalism, um, one-world government, and um, you know global policies throughout the world, not only in the United States. Um, you've got the Bilderberg Group, um, and like you were saying earlier, the Federal Reserve. Okay. You've got the Masonic Brotherhood. See, the more these um, tentacle organizations spread their, I guess, oppressive um, arms out, or tentacles out throughout the world, you can always have oppression, I personally believe. The health care bill also, to change subjects a bit, is also um, very intrusive, and I think that's why they want to push this thing through so much, because there's, um, there's a lot of intrusive um, legislation in this bill. If you think about it, if you read it, I know the bill is probably about thousand pages so yeah, long i heard nobody going to be reading that i can tell right. you but even if right. it, even if it doesn't say it in there i mean obviously if the government's in charge of your um your health then they're in charge of telling you how to be healthy so yeah. what you can eat how when There's you have very to exercise, scary things crazy stuff out of that absolutely right but but exactly. look, to go back to what your first point was i mean before we just gloss by it uh with these secret societies or these organizations i guess some of them aren't secretive but they, cfr you know, certainly not secret they certainly are uh, people are aware that they're out there these elites getting together and you know plotting to dominate the world what is it you propose to uh, to do about that? Well, a long time ago, I, I, I like to read, and I went to a bookstore, and a guy first enlightened me about some of this stuff. I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought he was alone, really, when I first, um, you know, cut my teeth on trying to get this information. But I started doing research for myself, and uh, I found out about a lot of these um, organizations. It's not much, nothing much we really can do about these um, organizations. They've been in effect for hundreds of years, probably. Well, well how and, do you feel about secession or declaring uh, independence? You know what? I really wish we could secede. I wish um, we could just get away from this, this, this oppressive system. And, and, you know, all I can say is as we go into this um, administration, um, 
we got about maybe three, two or three more years. So it's going to be more taxes, you know, more yeah. invasion, more That's invasion of, you know, more invasion of our, our privacy, and 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 and, and just stripping away of the Constitution and our rights. So. I don't know really what to do right now, you know? Well, if you support secession, let's start talking about it. I mean, let's start talking about with our friends and with our family and with our neighbors uh, and, you know, the coworkers about the idea of uh, declaring independence and saying goodbye to the federal government. That would be a way to, if you're against the idea of a one world government, to really strike a blow because then you're, you know, you're, you're kind of moving away from that as much as you can by disconnecting from, uh, from the federal government. But and, do you, but do you think we can get the people that are so dumbed down and, um, I guess, oblivious to really what's going on to, to, to act? I think, first of all, they need to just, you know, like I said, do some study. Do, well, you most know, people, do to research. answer your question, most people are not going to do the research like you're talking about. They're not going to do the study. Most people are going to go along with whatever it is they feel like is popular. I got to agree with you. So the trick, uh, the trick is, is to create a movement that uh, that has popularity. Now, to that end, uh, there is the Free State Project, as we mentioned earlier tonight. FreeStateProject.org is their website. In fact, right now, the counter at the Free State Project website is at 9,962. So we're oh, now okay. 38 was- people away from 10,000 members, 10,000 people pledging to make the move to New Hampshire and get active for liberty in order so we can achieve liberty in our lifetime. Now, the Free State Project isn't, it's not a secessionist movement in that the Free State Project only basically says that you can join the Free State Project if you believe that the maximum role of government should be the protection of life, liberty, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which means that if you're like me and you don't believe in any kind of maximum governmental role at all, like no government, uh, then you can still join the Free State Project because that... Yeah, thank you. This is the first time I ever actually called in, the first time I actually listened to your oh, show, good. so that's why I called in. So well, it's very informative. Well, I really aboard, like what I hear. And uh, maybe we'll hear from you again, and I thank you for the call tonight, and that's why we keep talking about the Free State Project, and we keep talking about secession, not because just the Free State Project is a uh, is a sponsor of the show. We were talking about and participants in the Free State Project since before they, uh, they were sponsoring this program. We've been on board with it for a long time on this program. But we're talking about these ideas to get them out into people's minds, so that people can hear about them for the first time and really start to mull them over and think about them and, and hopefully come to the conclusion that something must be done and sitting here wherever it is that you are it, all by yourself maybe commiserating with a few of your like-minded friends isn't changing anything we have to actually do something we have to get active we have to get together with like-minded people back in the during the founding of this country People escaped from the United Kingdom. They escaped from Great Britain, and they uh, they essentially seceded from Great Britain. And it, it unfortunately it went violently. Uh, and I don't want this one to go violently. We need to have peaceful secession. I think we I think if we put our heads together, I think we can get enough synergy to make something happen. So. Hey, it was nice listening to JJ, you guys. JJ, head, head over to freestateproject.org. Thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. And, of course, uh, we're on every Saturday night there in uh, the Virginia, uh, the area of Virginia in which you live. So thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. David is in Keene at New Hampshire listening to WKBK. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Um, you all touched on, like, the Liberty Dollar earlier. And yes, I sir. thought I heard you say something to the effect of it didn't work out or something. And that's sort of um, somewhat of a secessionist move, don't you think? And why didn't it work out? 
Well, the the Liberty Dollar is still alive, but barely. Uh, the Liberty yes. Dollar. It's on life support. The the Liberty Dollar was raided back in late 2007 by the federal government, uh, and the reason why is because they became too big and too influential. Uh, they they had been in business for about a decade, uh, offering alternative uh, silver based in gold-based, value-backed currency, an alternative private currency for people to utilize in their business transactions and their personal transactions. And they'd become so successful on it, they were backing Ron Paul for president. And, and it was shortly after they came out with their Ron Paul copper dollar that they uh, were raided. Their, their home offices in Evansville, Indiana, which, by the way, we should be uh, getting on the air in Evansville uh, soon. But their home offices there uh, were raided by the, the federal government. They stole all of their gold and all of their silver. They stole them, you know, they put, put freezes on their bank accounts. Uh, Bernard von Nothaus, the head of the Liberty Dollar, managed to bounce back after that, but then later on down the line, they came back at him with criminal charges, uh, silly nonsense. I think I don't know what all the charges are, but it's just it's just garbage. They're basically saying that he was trying to counterfeit, uh, trying to represent his money as though it were U.S. federal money, and it's poppycock. I mean, obviously, if you look at a Liberty yeah, Dollar... It doesn't take a second to look at it to it's realize got a, it's, it's got an 800 number on it. It's yeah, got and, a, and a, a website... website on it. I mean, it's obviously not uh, it's obviously not Federal Reserve money. But nonetheless, they're still going after him because as you pointed out earlier in the show, Mark, it costs the federal government nothing to go after people and to bring lawsuits against them whereas it costs us when we're sued or we're gone after by the feds, it costs us thousands upon thousands of dollars. So they're all tied up in all that legal nonsense and uh, it's, just a, it's just a tragic story. But uh, Does that was, mean, Do you think that means it's, it's like Secession, secession is like impossible. Oh, no. Staying in the United States? No, I don't think it's impossible. You, if you've got the popular, uh, if you've got enough people that are on the side of secession, then I think that you can uh, that you can make it happen. Because really, the the government uh, feeds off of obedience. The government feeds off of people's willingness to just go along to get along and to not uh, refuse, you know, to to not disobey. And if you get enough people basically saying, "Hey, we're not interested in this anymore. We're out of here," what can they do about it? I wish we had more time to talk about it. David, thank you for the call. We are out of time, uh, as we are always nailed to the clock. It has been Ian with you. And Mark. But we'll be back. And if you're only listening on Saturdays, we'll be back next Saturday. If you get our weeknight show, we'll be back Monday night. You can always go to freetalklive.com and listen. Absolutely can. Any old time of the day. We'll see you then. Online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a super weekend. Have you ever lost power and wanted to simply flip a switch to get the lights back on? If so, this is going to be the most important message you will ever hear because there's never been a better time to get off the grid and generate your own supply of electrical power. Solar power generators are now available. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving electrical power when you need it the most. Unlike gas generators, a solar generator runs quietly, emits no fumes, and produces electricity from the sun. It's like having an electric power plant running quietly in your own home. Whether it's hurricanes, ice storms, brownouts, or blackouts, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. When the power goes out, you'll be ready with a solar power generator from Solutions from Science. Go to MySolarBackup.com to request a free information package today. That's MySolarBackup.com MySolarBackup.com or call 877-327-0365 That's 877-327-0365